afternoon, everyone. Thanks for, for joining us today. As you guys um, are all aware, we, we made a decision to make a coaching change in terms of establishing an identity for the Knicks and a certain style of play and a defensive culture within the team um, and a sense of accountability within the players and everyone in the organization. What's going on, Knicks fans? This is the Nick of Time show where we have that Knicks talk. This is Edson Sean. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis. And to my right is... K. Steele. Ooh, ooh, Miss Black Girl Magic herself. <laughs> <laughs> Remix. <laughs> and to my double right is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G in the building. Word, word, word. So, I guess we should start... But a round of applause <laughs> for the Knicks doing what they needed to do with your man, Kurt Rambis. Peach! Had to get his ass up out of there. It's about time. Damn, you know, Daniel, damn. That first <laughs> clip that you just heard was a clip of the interview with um, Scott Perry, Steve Mills. Um, and regarding the very, uh, what it seems, abrupt change with the coaching staff, you know, um... I was really hoping that, uh, you know, Jeff Hornacek could have an extra an extra year to do what he needed to do. But, um, Are you sad, bro? I mean, you know, the guy didn't even have to finish out his contract. Yeah, we hate it had to be him. We hate it had to be him, you know. And then with this season especially, he had a lot of energy, injuries and, and things to deal with. But, uh, Jeff, we'd like to thank you for your contribution to the New York Knicks organization. Jesus, this is... But, uh, this hurts. <laughs> Does you know, it hurt, though? This hurts, yeah, man. No, nah, I'm is... not really hurt, though. I, I'm, 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 I am triggered right now. I am so triggered. You know, but... Um, this is triggering. The Knicks did what they needed to do, hey. and uh, it is a new day indeed. Um, And I guess talking about a new day, I do like that the last two games that the Knicks had were against... Well, I guess they're considered still one of the better teams, kind of, and I'm saying that in lieu of today's game. But, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> we are recording on a Sunday. Yes, we are yeah. recording on a Sunday. Playoffs. Sunday when and, the, Cavs, and, the Cavs did play, and, yeah, and I guess you could call it that. I mean, yeah. You know, they showed up. They showed up. <laughs> they showed up. They were there. Yeah. And it was yeah, a basketball. I mean, they housed the, uh, the, the Pacers. <laughs> <laughs> they housed the Pacers. <laughs> to put it in some terms, LeBron got his ass beat. Woo! No! <laughs> oh, man. And then there's that. Yeah, and then there's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened. You know, um, yeah. But I, I do like the fact that uh, a lot of the young guys got an opportunity to, to, to play. Exactly. To Everybody play. but Tristan. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh boy. Oh, well, I mean, you Ramped know. his finest. Exactly. Oh, facts God. is facts. I mean, he got other things besides basketball to worry about. <laughs> oh, 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 TT. Yeah. Well, she, at least she forgave him, though. She forgave him? She forgave him. Oh, wow. after, he, after he was trying to run the three one woman read. Oh yeah, she refused. The she three women weave. She said. <laughs> Supposedly, she said that it was um, it didn't mean anything, and they're focusing on their family. So she forgave. For guys, for those who don't know, if you're living under a rock, Tristan Thompson got uh, you know, he, he's called a couple of women. 
yeah. one or two or three or four or five. <laughs> <laughs> depends on the day yeah, or the, the it's, depends it's, on the time of day. His, his girl Chloe is pregnant, and um, mm-hmm. I guess she put it on the public. The public um, we're we're good front and <laughs> yeah, because I I definitely know that I wasn't flying in the crib. I already know that. Yeah, but much. but then too, she was she's pregnant. Like there's only so much that she's gonna be able to deal with right now. For real. Also, did you guys? Um, I don't know if you guys uh, saw uh, Michael Blackston's Instagram post no. about Tristan Thompson. Oh, I didn't oh, see that. Yeah, no. <laughs> He's a savage. Yo, yeah, how do you flame him? <laughs> um, he said, "What did he say?" Um, oh my goodness, talking about married guys and always looking for other women, and you know, the pregnant whatever has the mo- more juices in it. He needed to just oh, stay. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it now. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Jesus, <laughs> your man is. Tristan <laughs> Thompson is, is oh man wow oh man he said what did he say the Kardashian curse continues yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly yo you, you gotta hit a clip he, you, he was flaming the, yeah. them and the Kardashian you family. know who probably had the best glow up who from the Kardashian curse who James Harden oh he did survive he yeah. survived he won he survived he's he definitely getting that MVP enough. yeah he, he nice said you know what you know, he's a smart man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got in, got out. Usually, men out. with beards are very smart. I'm just saying, it's just an observation. Um, I mean, but, Trista got a beard too, though, even though it's kind of light. It's a baby beard. It's a baby beard. It's a baby beard. It ain't a full grown. Yeah. You know. but, um, James got a man beard. He was like, yo, you know what? If it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, I'm out of here. Come on. Now look at him, MVP. He's oh, killing man. it right now. <laughs> nice little GQ spread. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Tristan, take notes, bro. Uh, <laughs> and oh also, and also, um, I, I want to speak on behalf of all Jamaican men out there. Is Tristan? Is Tristan? Both parents. Both of his parents. Both of his parents are Jamaican, Jesus. and and, right. and you know, since I'm of similar background, <laughs> okay, with right. both of my parents being Jamaican, I just want to put it out there: all Jamaican men do not cheat like that. <laughs> all, right. all right, like we, that. They cheat differently. There's different ways. I, I mean, no, no, no. But Tristan's cheating is different. Tristan likes to cheat on them while pregnant. Yeah, that's, that's a crazy. different type that of cheating. That is kind of crazy. Because it's not the first time. This is definitely the second time. Well, how many? And it was repetitive. It was he had one baby mom who was pregnant, mm-hmm. and, he and he cheated, cheated on her with Chloe. Now we got Chloe. He cheated on. On Chloe with the, what is it called, Ryan? The, the three yeah, the three woman weave. There you go. The, the three, three woman weave. weave. I mean, it's not one. It's not when basketball. Women, I mean, you know, it's not when three women share one weave. It's not. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll check it out. All right, back to next time. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. So you know the <laughs> the young guys got to get in that game. Um, do we want to recap both of them or just the the very last one or? Oh, we can do. I'm gonna do a light. Recap. Do you want to do the the the, the yeah? I do. I, yeah, I do. I do have the stats and the facts just right. in case we were going <laughs> okay, to talk about all right. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So the first game was um a one twenty three one oh nine beating. The Cavaliers gave the Knicks in the Garden. That one hurt. Spanking. Yes. Yes. And now I'm again to the Cavaliers stats since they won that game. Okay. Kevin Love led the way with 28 points, Jesus. five rebounds. I'm even using yeah, sound effects. How many threes Listen, did he shoot? I'm cooking Kyle now. I'm not, yeah. even using, cooking him. I'm not even using sound effects for this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. Just to, answer, just to answer your question, Kevin Love, Kevin Love took 13 threes and yeah. made six. Yep. Yeah. You remember we were talking about how Kyle can't guard the three earlier? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
exposed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was exposed, yeah. <laughs> LeBron James, 26 huh. points, 11 assists, 6 rebounds. Okay, light work. Yeah, yeah. Simon's tried, but... He, he, that ain't yeah. that, that's that's yeah. a tough assignment. It was yeah. tough, man. Lance, I, felt bar, I felt sorry for him watching. That's a long yeah, night. Man. He knew he, he when he got that assignment. You yeah. know, like how when you're like can't sleep at night, knowing yeah. when he got that presentation at work tomorrow. Yeah, that was Lance Thomas. <laughs> Every one of those. Pretty much. Lance is like, I just want to get through. <laughs> <laughs> just want to get through. Clock in, clock out. Like LeBron, you know, you know, LeBron, you know it's the end Word. of the season. It's the end of the season, my guy. Yes. Just take it easy. No extra time. Leave it at five thirty on a dot. <laughs> <laughs> no overtime. Off the bench, Jordan Clarkson had sixteen points, three assists. We we always we never could stop Jordan Clarkson either. Even right. when he was on the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. exactly. And then also J.R. Henny Smith, <laughs> 16 <laughs> points, seven rebounds, four assists off the bench. Anything is possible. He was, he was exactly. shooting. Yeah, yes, he, yeah, was. he was. He was shooting. Yeah, Listen, he, he, always, like, he always tries to have a really good game against yeah. the Knicks. Yeah, he was exactly. Just not, in the workout. I remember that for sure. He's running them with all sorts of damn screens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Larry Nance Jr. and Jeff Green also contributed with 10 points. Something light. Yeah, now yeah. I'm going to get to the Knicks stats. Okay. The Knicks were led by... As usual, since KP's been out, MVBs. 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 20 points, four <laughs> rebounds, three assists, and three steals. One block. Look at that stat Whoa, line. Wait, what? I'm sorry. You, you, that last stat? One block. Whoa. Okay. Yes. Damn, no applause? I mean, I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we got to shout out the French Prince, Frank Nilakina, career high. Oh. 17 points. Let's do it. Get Frankie, Frankie came bro. to Frankie came to play. Yes. Said, Frankie was triggered from that last game, and he was like, Trigger, he oh. was chucking. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 took, he took 16 field goal attempts yes. and made what? eight. What? Yes. percent from the field. Did he? And he then had on, a chip on his shoulder that night. Yes, he did. And then on top of that, he also had an all-around game, too, because he had five assists, six rebounds, a yeah. steal, and a block. Okay. Oh, whoa. Yeah, man. He's moving. He's moving. Yes. I got to give him an actual applause for that. <laughs> Then also, you know, our guy Courtney Lee off the bench, 17 points, okay. six rebounds. Mm-hmm. Solid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, we had Lance Thomas, 14 points, seven rebounds. When does that ever happen? <laughs> he scored over 10 points. Yeah, he's like, I gotta contribute something. I'm not stopping this, man. Exactly. Then we also have Trey, Mr. Oh, Mr. Still your minutes. 12. Stop, stop, stop. You gotta do it now. You you know. How many assists he got, Ryan? He had eight assists. Okay, all right. 12 points, eight assists. I know he's being petty right now, but it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) And then also, um, our our guy Damian Dotson free dot 11 points. Okay. Off the bench, three rebounds, four assists. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Timmy had his. Timmy was injured that game. Oh. Yeah, Timmy ain't play. Yeah, he's in his, his. He got a whole boot on his foot. Yeah, yeah. whole boot. How many? <laughs> he makes me so mad. Hmm? It was seventy-one or seventy-one million. He's he's two. Yeah, seventy-two. S- yeah, seventy-one mil for four years. Oh, okay. it's still seventy-one. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a similar number. Okay. Who cares? Yeah. Right. Uh, one million, really, you know. Yeah. One million, two million. I'm taking money. No, no, I'll take that right now. <laughs> now I'm gonna get to the team stats. Okay. The Knicks actually shot. 
over 50% this game. Good. They shot 53%. I like that. But here is what killed the Knicks. Okay. The Cavaliers shot 19 of 45 from three. Jeez, well, so they shot well for the three, and we can't guard the three. Yeah, so. Bad combination. Yeah, yep. pretty much. Damn. Yeah, man. I don't really have much to say about that game except that um, we actually fought pretty well. Okay. We started well. Yep, started it was well. A strong start. Oh, yeah. Strong start. Started well. Well, Frank was cooking. Mm hmm. Uh, it was, a, it was a couple of times LeBron was guarding Frank, and I was like, ooh. This is, yeah. this is a nice yeah. development. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, pushing Frank. Frankie, push Frankie, Frankie was playing with a chest. Yeah, you yeah. know what I want? I really want to see, you know, because I know uh, KP had a weight program, you know, in the offseason. I, I need Frank to get on that weight mm -hmm. program. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's gonna, he hasn't lifted any, any weights. He gained eight pounds um, this, off this season already. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Playing during the season, so that, that's a good sign. That means right, so all season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's going to be, what, 20? Yeah, he's going yeah. to yeah. make that weight easy. Because if you can gain weight during the season while that's you're what playing, because oh, you, know, you know KP's problem is he, he doesn't have the body type to keep the muscle in Exactly, the mm -hmm. exactly. If you can do that during the season, all season, exactly. he might come back like mm, brawling. brawling. And if he can <laughs> like he, away, yeah. 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 get some happy weight, get a nice little relationship, get some good happy weight. Wait, some tone oh, his happy oh, ha weight. Oh, happy weight? Like happy weight? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like I'm happy. I'm yeah. Yeah. nothing. Yeah. Nah, yeah, no, we still need you to run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't need, I don't need sluggish happy weight. Happy weight. I need, no. I need you to run up and down the car. Yeah, yeah exactly. We, we don't, we don't, some, I need some good. Find you a nice, wholesome groupie. Yeah. <laughs> wholesome groupie, not a I mean, oh, <laughs> a nice, wholesome. Yeah. Wholesome. <laughs> yeah I, wanted, I wanted a relationship for you, Frank. Nah, <laughs> no, he's 219. Nah. It's going to be over it, in six uh, months. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Facts, before the season happens. Before the season happens. Right. Like Kyrie. Yeah. Kyrie so that when he comes Kaylani. back, so yeah. he's happy, he yeah. gains weight. weight. It breaks up. Hey. Season starts, he's got a chip on his shoulder. Hey. And then he's Kyrie, that's how that works. Joel. That's how it works. I mean, it helps. It's the formula. That's I mean, how it works. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Trust I don't, the I don't process. Want, I don't want no Knicks. I don't want no Knicks gaining no type of happy weight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need these no guys. No weight. You don't want them to I, I need these guys. I need these guys to be able to run, okay? He's gonna be able to run, Ryan. You gotta trust the process. Yeah, trust the process. I don't know about that process. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, yeah, that, that, the only other, only other thing about that game was um, um, LeBron came in on his um, passive aggressive petty. As you right, with them sneakers. No, yeah, yeah. I am king sneakers. Is like I don't have anything to say about that. I let my sneakers do the talking. <laughs> kind of oh, like really? the I am King sneakers, but I have nothing to say. Okay. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that they're playing the Pacers in the first round of the playoffs mm -hmm. because Lance is going to give him every dose listen, of fans. I, <laughs> I would be so, I don't know what I would be if there was some possible that. way mm -hmm. that the Cavs get knocked out of the first Yo, round. Yo, Victor, Victor, I mean, Victor is trying. I will walk around with a LeBron jersey for that. It's very, Oladipo is trying. I will wear a LeBron jersey <laughs> just for that once they lose. Yeah. It, it's possible it's because possible. because the Pacers did beat the Cavaliers three or four games this season yeah. in the regular season. Yeah. Yeah. like those odds. Yeah, man. Yes. And, and, okay. Oh, and, and you already know. Lance Stevenson can't get, and can't, he, he can't get under LeBron James' skin. Yeah. 
wasn't it, was he the one who was blowing in his yeah nothing yeah he had two fouls on LeBron today and LeBron just seems so bothered by him oh yeah Lance yeah. gets seems... under LeBron's skin no. yeah, he does. and you can even tell by the way the, the Cavs beat the Knicks you can tell like they wasn't a championship team because right. the defensive mm-hmm. lapses was so I was like yo y'all two games away from the like you're mm-hmm. struggling against mm-hmm. us you realize yeah, that right yeah. like we are not even in the running you're yeah. struggling yeah. you know yeah. that right you kind of have to fight you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> And, and, you know, I got to big up the Pacers defense today because the Pacers defense was swarming yeah. today. Like, they were just swarming to the ball. LeBron, got to, LeBron gets the ball in the paint. They not, they give him no airspace. You see, like, yeah. three people around him swarming, and then, like, they get back on defense. They rotate. Sell, they get back all and all those that. Calls. They had what sell. was the score of the game today? It was, like, what, 98-80 or something yeah. like that? Yeah. It was low. Yeah. Okay. Hold that hell. <laughs> <laughs> but, see, now, you look at stuff like that, it's like, how can you keep that consistent? Mm-hmm. Because you have you clearly have a formula to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you consistently do that? But can't spell LeBron without L. <laughs> <laughs> what was the score of the second game? The, the, the game you just gave the stats was the last one they played? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So then, yeah, we, lo- we won the, the next game. Uh-huh. Yeah. So congratulations, Knicks fans. We split we split the we split the wins. That's with what the we cast. wanted. Yeah. That's what we wanted. We asked for Take just that, one. King of New York. <laughs> we just wanted one. Yeah, even though even though that win was kind of um, not not, not 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 that great because the Cavaliers were playing like a bunch of like bench we guys. We ain't gonna talk about that. We ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I guess yeah, that game. Well, that's okay. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, okay. LeBron did play ten minutes, and so yeah, they and, they, and, yeah, and, yeah, and they sat him down. But our second guys are better than your second guys. So <laughs> yeah, we didn't have KP. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the good thing about that game was the career highs. I, I don't know if you want right. to even want to. Oh, I don't yeah. even know if it's worth He did mention that. He mentioned about Frank's well, career. That yeah. whole, that whole, yeah, that, that, that whole, that was, that was, that was the first one. Stats, man. Yeah, that was, that was the first um, game at home that they played against the Cavaliers. The one on the road now. Yeah. Um, Luke Cornett had a career high, twenty three points. So you know, big him yeah. up for that. Cornetticorn, they like to call him. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just gonna read through the rest of Nick's stats right quick. We got Trey. Oh, Mr. Stillian Minutes Burke. <laughs> 19 points, 9 assists, 3 steals. Showing showing um showing that work on the defensive end. Okay, yeah, man. For that game, um Frank Nilakina against 16 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds. Right. Let's go. We had an Isaiah Hicks sighting off the bench. Word. 15 yeah. points, 4 assists, 3 rebounds. <laughs> yes, yes. And we had Free dot. Three dot two. I was just about to get to that. Eleven points, Help ten me. rebounds, two assists off the bench. This is, what I'm this is why I love Dotson, man. The, the possibilities of having a shooting guard that can get you ten rebounds. You had, you had, yes. you had him. He had the handcuffs yeah, on him, Jeff. He's yeah. so active, man. Exactly. Now we have MVBs. He contributed a little bit too. Twelve points, six six rebounds, two assists, All one right. steal, one block. Oh, okay. Defense. Now I'm going to get to the team stats, go through it right quick. They held the Cavaliers at 39.4% shooter from the field, 25% from three. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, um, the Cavaliers did out-rebound the Knicks 62-48, to 48, but the Knicks also had 30 assists compared to the Cavaliers' 15 for the game. Nice, that's a double points. <laughs> you like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's not the way. Right. <laughs> well, now on to other news. Yeah, so we um, have no coach. Yeah, we have no coach. He <laughs> <laughs> have no coach. The guy, he got, he got fired on the plane. Right oh, <laughs> after damn. the win. It's like, hey, uh, Jeff, can you come to the back for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I just want to talk to you for a second. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Great game today. That's never good. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Damn. That's never a good feeling. Hey, um, I need to talk to you for a minute in the office. Right. Yeah. Uh, where, me? Why? Why in the office? We just want friends. Right. <laughs> I mean, anything you can say to me, you can say in front of the team. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, you're fine. <laughs> I don't. I, just, just, just come with me. Oh, man. Damn. Well, Kurt Rambis is gone. Yeah. Um, At least that that's comforting for that's Jeff. That's very comforting. At least that's they both comforting. went out together. Yes, <laughs> yes Rambis, hit the road, Jack. Oh, my God. Get, getting fired by yourself is not fun, but getting fired with a friend. Yes. <laughs> they, can like, they can at least be at the bar together. Yeah, yes. y'all can vent and say, you know what? Well, the Knicks wasn't anyway, because, you know, mm-hmm. they right. got fired together. They weren't that good anyway. It's yeah. like, you know, but, you know. And I think we can now officially say... The Phil Jackson era is done. Over. Completely. Yeah, Completely. Man. Like, it's over. I mean, we saw some it's players, over, but you know, the important man. part. The second yeah. part is over. Ramis was the last pimple left the pot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ramis was the last, the, the last piece. Yeah. yeah. Some, so for some of you, Jeff was too. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, well, he he was hired by Phil Jackson after yes. all, so. So yeah. We were willing to give him a chance, though. Yeah, we were. This, you know what? Let's, 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 let's be real. There were some reasons why he was let go. There was a lot. There was a few. There like, was a lot. Mm-hmm. And right. in the clip, he heard the, the little speech about accountability. Oh, they were blamed. Yes. They were like, yo, my guy, you didn't hold any of your players accountable. Right. You didn't play mm-hmm. defense. Exactly. <laughs> and, and if you listen to that interview, they were kind of like trying to be so politically yeah. correct about it. But like, you know, we need someone that's going to hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is, <laughs> listen, we don't want to say any names or anybody, you know. Yeah, that was the right. funny part. Right? Come on, bro. <laughs> so who, who, who else are we talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, it's only what? one that's coach. Why, it's only one coach. That's why Scott Perry and Steve Mills are better than what Phil Jackson was. Yeah. Because yeah. Phil, Phil Jackson was, a was troll. like, yeah, he, he he just sucked at it. So that's why we let him go. It's like, damn, bro. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and then and Steve Mills was like, you know, Jeff wanted to say, you know, we want to thank him for everything he's done. You know, he did several things good, but you know, there were some things he could have done better. Yeah. And then he, he he did say too, like some of it wasn't his fault. Yes, like, he said everything were... didn't land at Jeff's feet. Yeah. We evaluated him over the eighty-two games, yeah. but they the were piece, so politically correct. Of course, but the piece that resonated <laughs> with me was, we want somebody who's going to understand how the new NBA works. Right. Using mm-hmm. analytics and um, connecting with today's players, yeah. who mm-hmm. they are, how they got to where they are. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so that's yeah. what it was. It's exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I feel like, look, of course, the accountability thing was obvious, right? Yeah, they didn't but I think the accountability piece went out the window because he couldn't relate to the players. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you can't relate to the players, they're not going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. And you, it's like, that te- that substitute teacher, like you tune them out. Mm-hmm. This there's something to think about about those '90s era player coaches and the way they, made they that, think about certain things. They and made how that they comment kind of too. Run things like a tyrant sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you know, gotta but, be able to bend a little bit, which mm-hmm. is why. Well, and again, I guess when we get to the list and start going down the list of who's mm-hmm. who's Next who on coaches. the <laughs> yeah. you know, there's a name on there, and again, he had a good '90s era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he can make that transition because some of the things he be saying when he announces mm-hmm. makes me think he's still <laughs> stuck there. It's interesting. I mean, um, but before we get to the coaches, there is one thing I want to point out about the press conference. Sure. Right. 
because this is something I learned in class, you know, taking public relations. <laughs> Drop gems. There is a word that they used Uh-oh. during the press conference. That... This is lesson part two. Yes, because last yeah. week yes. was one on one. This one is this one is one oh two. Yes, this there is a word they used during that press conference that tells you that there are going to be some radical changes mm. with an organization. Throughout the press conference, you heard Steve Mills repeat this word culture. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Saying that they're trying to instill a culture within the New York Knicks. They want that 90s era back. Yeah, but it's it's more than that, though. They want it to be in the future. When, when, when you hear people use the word culture from a public relations standpoint, that means unified locker room which means we want everybody on the same page mm-hmm. from ownership to coaches to players. Mm-hmm. And everybody's going to go through like strict media training this summer mm. <laughs> to, to, to make sure that everybody's on the same page and that when they talk to the media, they're not going to give away anything that, that will, you know, make the media like fabricate stories and stuff yeah. like that. Or like, you know, like how sometimes when players talk to the media or, yeah, mm-hmm. coaches talk to the media. They something may slip out of their mouth. There's a lot of that this season, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> where uh, you, wait, wait, Courtney, Co- and... exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah where, yeah, where, and even the, you know, coach. I mean, there's a lot of slippage. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Where reporters will take that and they will run with it. Oh right. yes. But but now they're trying to stop all that because mm-hmm. when they say culture, that's what they mean. Like everybody's gonna go through strict media training mm-hmm. before the season starts and make sure that everybody's on the same page. Yeah, and make sure that. When they're talking to the media, everybody's just saying like pretty much the same things. You know, yeah, there's yeah. not anybody stepping out of line being like, oh, you know what? Um, Like, for example, the, the Courtney Lee quote early in the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's been and there's been and there's been a lot of examples of that on the Phil Jackson, too. Oh, where, Phil Jackson, yeah. That yeah, was, exactly. Yeah, that, that was, was a whole media was... disaster. Exactly. <laughs> that, was our, that was a great year for podcasting. Oh, it was, yo, yeah. Yeah. He gave us so much oh trolling God. material. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, oh that, my and, and I think that's why they also pointed out saying that they want a coach that is able to communicate properly yes. with yes. the media and the players too because yes. again they want they want that culture where it's like we don't want you giving away nothing you know absolutely and the we, thing too they mentioned that um because they asked specifically well where was the communication breakdown like well jeff w- was was able you know there was no problem in communicating with us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. yeah. okay i get it <laughs> I get it, you know, and but the the thing that did it's just so many little things that they yeah. said mm-hmm. that spoke volumes. Yeah, the analytics thing too was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we we weren't at the top of the leagues at shooting threes this year. We were towards the bottom, which is weird for a Jeff Hornacek team, but right. we we're also very high in like that mid range game, which is usually yeah. right now in the league is not seen as like the most effective way. It's to not because three points are more than two. Yeah, and that's yeah. like the bottom line, you know. Yeah, three points more than two, and it's like, and in mid range too, it's like I feel like you're less likely to get a foul call during the mid range. Yes, mm-hmm. the mid range game works if you can get defensive stops. Mm-hmm. Then you, you know, Trey ends up being an asset in that moment. Right. You know, mm-hmm. but I think there's a few things. Again, like another thing they mentioned was, um, we want somebody who's going to be a team player and realize that as a coach he's part of the team along with the GM and the president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. it was preaching that culture he stuff dropped from so the last many hints. Yeah. There was so many hints. So many hints as to so why hints. 
without really, you know, dragging Jeff's name to the ground, mm-hmm. but they were like, here's what it is. Yeah. Here's what we're looking for. Meaning, again, this is how I translate it, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. words to me just mean so much. It's <laughs> like, oh, so this is not, you didn't have this. Right. No. Mm-hmm. This is what you're trying to get Joaquin now. Noah, really her name right. going this. Right. <laughs> oh, I forgot he was on the team. No. <laughs> not on, I, I mean, I mean, I mean not on the team. Technically, technically, he's just not, they just like, asked yeah. to, to yeah. sit out. They're yeah. like, yeah. we will, you know, we're not closing our eyes to anything. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you're leaving this very open. I get you. Mm-hmm. Um, they may, you know, revisit that, mm-hmm. meaning, I guess, possibly consider bringing him back. But no, sure, why not? Nah, that, like that, that, man, that man need to play and earn his money. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. He's, I'm, I'm, I'm Cornetto. Nah. I'm Cornetto. <laughs> Cornetto Corn. Yeah, he's going to have to fight for his spot back, though. Oh, yeah. no, absolutely. Yeah. If, they, if, you know, if he suits up, he's going to have to fight for that. But, um, so are we doing the press conference? Breakdown? Are we going to do the coaching? Um, it seems like we're heading into the break. I think we should down. do. I think we should do our breakdown for Jeff, and oh. then the press. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. So, so we giving Jeff grades now? Yeah. Well, because Jeff, I mean, it kind of we kind of gotta make sense of why they said all those things about him and why he's gone now. Like, well, how do you true. feel? Mm-hmm. How do you feel he did for the season? Do you feel like it was justified that they let him go? Well, I have two feelings about that. Um, one, I can understand why they let him go because mm-hmm. he didn't hold players accountable. That's the first thing I realized. I, I yeah. said that before. I felt like Beasley worked his way into the system mm-hmm. because he wasn't getting minutes. He got yeah. the minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? He got yes. the minutes playing offense and being a better off-ball off defender. Yes. He got comfortable. And as good as Beasley is, he's one of those guys who probably has to be motivated and nuts to keep that up. <laughs> Again, uh, losing the voice of the locker room. Right. And <laughs> vo- and I feel like Jeff did not hold that same intensity that, you know, that intensity detail throughout the whole season. He had it in the beginning of the season. And right. towards November, December, he kind of faltered when it came to the defensive end and, how, and like and, and keeping keeping the coaching up. Not, now, mm-hmm. do you think, the ball. now, do you think it was... Him being lax, or again, him losing the ear of the locker room. I feel yeah. like that part of him was just him being lax because one, that's not who he is, right? Two, he didn't have the foresight to see that he didn't really excel in that area, mm-hmm. and he ended up having all these players and coaches around him who didn't excel in that area either, and he <laughs> ended up failing. Like that, you don't, you don't put Kurt Rambis as your defensive coordinator last year, and th- and I now think you know what you're doing. You know, so funny, that was actually one of the things that they also mentioned in the press conference um, was that... Uh, recognizing. They're looking for somebody who recognizes what they know and what they don't know and surrounding themselves with the people that know the parts that they don't. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. and he did a piss-poor job of that because if you looked at Ooh. what Kurt, Kurt Remis did before, um, when he was that little short stint after... Uh, Derek Fisher was fired mm-hmm. right. the Knicks for like 10, 15 games. Should have never still Sucked been it on up. <laughs> the three-point defense was horrible then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it then still is. still is. Joins, joins Jeff the next year. Mm-hmm. Three-point defense was still horrible. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> then this year comes, our defense picks up largely because KP is a unicorn. Mm-hmm. But then if you look at the stats, our yeah. three-point defense is still horrible. Yeah. Yes. 
And why is that? It's because he didn't know. He doesn't really know defensive principles, in my opinion. And Kurt Rambis, even though he was demoted, air quotes, mm-hmm. <laughs> to not being a defensive coordinator, but just being one of the guys, <laughs> who, one of the guys who helps the defense. Like he, they still didn't do. They still, I still felt like they overhelped off the three point line way too much. Mm-hmm. They did yeah. the scheme where they had one foot close to the paint and they had to recover to three-point corner of the line mm-hmm. and left everybody open for corner they threes. Late like, time. sometimes that doesn't go... It's that's so, not going to work. It's so interesting to me. It, it, you know, even when you say that, oh, you know, they didn't understand defensive principles that well. Kurt Rambis, again, he was a role player, but he played in the league, right? Mm-hmm. He played in the league in the 90s. He I understand. Uh, right, so... No, so, exactly. so, Showtime Lakers at that. Right. Okay, right. <laughs> Packing the and paint then, and then, in that era. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then Jeff Warnersack also played, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I guess this is where the analytics piece is important. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because now you have to understand where the majority of the, de- the, the defending team's points are coming from, mm-hmm. and you have to tighten up the defense there. Like, why wouldn't that be the thing you focus on? Right. You know, KP was actually, before he got hurt, holding down a lot of the defense, like you said. Like, mm-hmm. He saved a lot of points, especially yeah, in the yeah. paint. Yeah, we dropped him fourteen because to, to the damn near last once he got injured. Right, because Ooh. now we don't have a shot blocker. So it's like you can't really stay at home as much mm-hmm. on the three point line because when he was down there, you could stay yeah. on the three point line. It was yeah. easier to guard the three point line when you had KP behind you mm-hmm. covering up the garbage. Yeah. You know, it's just so interesting to me that that yeah they played in the nineties, but now you're coaching. It's like any job you have to stay up on. New technologies, mm-hmm. new techniques, new formats in mm-hmm. order to remain relevant. Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. you do that? Mm-hmm. You and know? you're and you're watching tape. And like, you're watching you're tape. Watching, yeah. You're watching the game. You're watching tape. Like you're watching the teams that win. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So it's like forget the tape. You're watching the teams yeah. that win and how they're winning. I don't why know. they're winning? Like why they're winning? Why wouldn't you incorporate that into what you're doing? Mm-hmm. They're watching the wrong tape. and then putting people in positions to be successful like if you know you have a big man who is better at guarding the three-point line get him in the game Mm -hmm. i feel like too that's where jeff uh jeff messed up too because his rotations to me sometimes were horrible yeah Yeah, real trash and um i feel like that's where we messed up where people kept beating us on the three and people kept beating us on defense like because yeah. our rotations were piss poor yeah mm-hmm. so sometimes you was preaching oh defensive first defensive first and then they're scoring and then you don't put this guy in Dotson or Frank <laughs> or mm-hmm. anybody else or and, and exactly or Lance in the last play of the Bucks game when he was stopping Giannis the whole game but he decided <laughs> to bench him what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> See, okay so for example like that is that not understanding defensive principles at that point? Like, <laughs> what is that? Common sense. He stopped them the whole game. Mm-hmm. You don't need a Last defensive play principle. Last game, put him in. Giannis tries to score. Lance stops him. Mm-hmm. Giannis tries to score. Lance stops him. That's, that's Giannis tries to score again. Ah, uh, we're going to sit Lance down. What? <laughs> yep, and then Giannis ends up killing us <laughs> later in the game. It wins the game for the Bucks. Yeah. It's just stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I had heard somewhere, too, where they said, um, where Beasley was saying that, he was playing so many different roles that he fully didn't get to get comfortable and show the Knicks what he had. Like, he felt like he didn't give it give it his all this Beasley. season. Beasley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beasley okay. said that. He felt like he was playing too many positions. Interesting. That was, I mean, 
I felt like they were trying to figure out what Beasley was at the beginning of the season. Because at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season, mm-hmm. there was like, all right, Beasley's at three or four, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he had him at the three at, at the beginning of the season. I, f- I felt like he didn't really play well at the three. He's really? not a three, though. Yeah, then they when they pinched him and they put him in at the four, especially more when KP was out, and then he seemed to be more comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So He's I think a bigger, that, stronger right, guy, mm-hmm. you know? But then he had like three different roles. He started three, found out no, that's not it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Came in as a backup four, mm-hmm. and he did well playing off the bench as a backup four. KP went down. Now and he's the primary scorer. Yeah, his, little, his role changed like three, three, three different, different times. times. Yeah. So, I mean, that comment makes sense then, you know, because yeah. Beasley is so skilled offensively. It's like, but now, how, what's the most effective way to use him? Right. Yeah. And then, what's the way to keep him motivated all mm-hmm. season long? Like, I think. That communication piece was the. I think that's where Jeff mm-hmm. lost it. I mm-hmm. think if he was able to keep the locker room, he was able to keep people on board on mm-hmm. the same page. Like Ryan right. said, like mm-hmm. I feel like maybe he still might have had a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, probably. You know, he he ended up. You know, based off of the little that I've heard about his interaction with the players. He was that old, bitter '90s dude that you know was yeah. stuck in his way. Yeah, some, but some of them liked him. Some yeah, them, I, you know, yeah, the some. guys who he, I mean, that's that's, gonna, that's, that's just like the guys who didn't who the guys who he didn't reprimand it. I guess like him. That's yeah. like yeah. work in general, though. That's like like some people like your boss and yeah. other mm-hmm. people like that's nah. It, but, yo. And it's not to say that just not a likable guy, but you're not getting any wins. Right. Yeah. You know, so now it's like okay. Your philosophy's not working. Mm-hmm. Now what are you gonna do? And that's another thing too. I don't even think it was really based off of wins because they kind of said at the beginning it's like it's not really based off of wins. We just kind of I feel like they just wanted to see certain certain things and changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right. They and had it, probably benchmarks. Yeah. They said yeah. they said they they use like ten game, 10 game benchmarks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so it's like yeah. I guess at each ten game mark they wanted to evaluate where they were. Mm-hmm. And I guess Jeff might have also been resting on his laurels that he had a three year contract yeah. and had mm-hmm. one more year left in there. Yeah. And I guess they did, he didn't think they would have pulled the trigger. Yeah. yeah. You know? Because he got a hint of that. You know, he wanted to, you know, we weren't expecting this to turn around in a year. Mm-hmm. It's still one more year. Let's see what happens. So he mm-hmm. kind of, I guess, was hinting at. And two, maybe because he had so many, we had so many injuries too. He just chalked it up like, no, nah, it's not really my fault. And he had some injured cup, players. Like that, yeah. And that, you know, that's ultimately, I felt like if we had another coach in there. We still would have lost a, a good amount of games. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, of but course. it's just that I'm I'm not saying that Jeff doesn't have any accountability though. I still feel like he did miss the mark on all, everything we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he probably it probably was time for him to leave, but I'm still a little bit nervous about it because I just hate that we keep changing coaches every freaking year, every mm-hmm. other year. KP has had like three, what three? Four coaches and right he now? just got it. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, like, damn, man. Yeah, he he got, just yeah. got here. Yeah, pretty, he pretty much had four coaches when you think about it because who, what, he had Derek Fisher at first. Yeah. Then he had Kurt Rambis. Yeah. Then he had like Jeff Horner second. Yeah. yeah. So three. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's Wow, like, he just got oh, yeah. here. That's crazy. So, like, you know, last year he was talking, KP was talking about he wanted to see progress with this team. Mm-hmm. Right. He, it's, in order for him to stay kind of long term and he studies other teams and how they do things we might have a whole conversation so I'm yeah. really nervous that we get this right this next coach mm-hmm. that we have that we pick has to be here for like five years what is minimum but but Absolutely. not even not even just the coach the players too like they kept talking to in the um in the conference about building within and um no more quick fixes and, yes I love and that like, yeah. yeah but 
it depends on who like who they're gonna keep, who they, who we're gonna resign, like kinda how we move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what decisions they decide to make before they th- they start talking about who's gonna coach us. Like right. where's mm-hmm. your like KP is injured, are we still building around KP? Are we building well, around Frank? Are we build are we keeping Trey? Are yeah. they re signing mm-hmm. Kyle? Like there's right. a, there's yeah. so yeah. many no. questions. And I think what they're really trying to also focus on, and I think we actually spoke about this on one of the episodes is Who's available in the draft? They have a relatively high draft, you know, first round position and a high second. Mm-hmm. But they're like, we're going to take the best talent. That's available. Yeah, that's what the Knicks should do. They should draft the best talent because um, there's a story that that um happened in 84 between Bobby Knight and the then GM of the Blazers. Mm-hmm. In, yeah, in 84. So um, in 84, Bobby Knight coached the U.S. men's basketball team to gold. And Michael Jordan was on that team. Mm. And Bobby Knight was impressed with Jordan and thought that Jordan should go number one in the upcoming 84 draft. Right. So he was speaking to the GM of the Blazers. And at that time, Clyde Drexler was already on the Blazers. So he was like, you know, we need need a center. Mm. And Bobby Knight was like, then you should draft Jordan and play him at center because he's the best (laughs) player in the draft. (laughs) You know, yeah. Those things don't ever make sense. But, I mean, I, I, they do make sense, but, you know, I know we need to fill positions, but, yeah, whoever's the best talent, man, we need to grab that person. Yeah. Um, Most definitely. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I do like the shake-up. Keeps people on their toes. Um, and I do think that it's, it's heading the Knicks in, a, in, in a, the Knicks in the right direction. I think we needed to start over. But I'm just hoping that... You know, we take the time to get somebody who is going to be there for the long term because switching out a coach one every two years, there's no way to create stability that way. And, you know, it's like the quick fix thing that the Knicks have all, that's always been our curse. Yeah. Trying yeah. to find a quick fix. And I don't know if we're trying to appease fans or whatever it is, but the quick fixes haven't worked in. But like years. we we don't want the quick fix. Right. Definitely I think f- I think nah. the fans don't really want I, maybe they think we do. I don't right. I don't know. I think they I'm, do. I mean, yeah. But I feel like we've been waiting for so long. Mm-hmm. Might as well just wait. You might as well just wait. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, the quick fixes haven't been working. Exactly. Yeah, it even made me th- pause about the, about the Kawhi thing. It was like, okay, Kawhi is Kawhi is available. Do we we pull that trigger? Or are we gonna be patient because Kawhi still has an injury for history problem? Right. We still mm-hmm. want to you know have hoard all our assets, mm-hmm. and then maybe we'll go after him in a year or two when he's a free agent. If possible, if yeah. he's you know still mm-hmm. right. Yeah, if we, we need, need him, yeah, to, if we need know. him to, but we might have to <laughs> stop with the quick fixes. Wait until some exactly. of these players actually develop into something, and then mm-hmm. you know pull move pull our move later. So I, word. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, I I definitely agree because you know, as the saying goes, was it Einstein that said, um, doing the same thing over and over again exactly. and and expecting yeah. different results is Insane. madness, yeah. <laughs> insanity. And, and, yeah. And one thing we have to stop doing is actually stop rec- recycling coaches. So I know that, <laughs> that's not well, working. He, okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> because there was a stat that came out. I think they said that since Jeff Van Gundy was coach of the New York Knicks, the Knicks had eleven oh, different coaches. It was so bad. Right. Yeah. Eleven so different problem. coaches, like yeah. nine wins in the playoffs, nine playoff game wins. You know. Yeah. Really bad. It's yeah. Crazy. 
It's funny because um they mentioned what qualities they were looking for for coaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, within that press conference, and some of them were like experience, mm-hmm. uh, speaking with the media, and de- developing and communicating with um other players, mm-hmm. and um, you know what else is like? It was also some other things that were interesting that they were talking about, like mm-hmm. um, like the use of technology and staff. And yes. Bolstering areas where you not might be comfortable with that we, that something we all yeah you all can't. skills that somebody stuck in their way a, <laughs> like a bullheaded person at the helm it, they're not gonna they're not gonna do any of that yeah they're not gonna do a psych I mean my mom she texts a lot more now and she's but like you know our parents whatever with technology they're very stuck in their way like they they, they re- remember when. You didn't have access to computers, even. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was the typewriters, and you had to use whiteout if you made a mistake. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah like, I remember those days, whiteout. <laughs> you know, yeah. but like, you know, you have to change with the times. You have to be willing to be flexible enough. I mean, right. even if you yeah. want to look at music, look at Jay Z, like the people that he had in his era, a lot of them don't exist now to the level that he does because he's able to. Change, change with the times. Yeah. You gotta be flexible. Gotta be able to change. And I don't want to hear an LL Cool J record. You know, <laughs> they mentioned that too because they was mentioning like they want somebody who can relate to the younger players. Yeah. and even if they don't have that, you know how, that knowledge on how to deal with certain younger players or how to deal with new analytics or how to deal with new physical training, even if they don't somebody have that, in there who can? They have to be open. Yeah. And so I mean, so when you start to look at the, everybody on the coaching list, yeah, mm-hmm. you start to think like. Does this disqualify? Right. Well, well, <laughs> because you gotta look at it, man. Like, you know, the I think the marker of a genius, somebody that has people around them that are smarter than them. Right. Mm-hmm. Kanye's music is as successful as it is because he had musicians around that were doper than him. He didn't yeah, play man. shit. Kanye was Kanye would be you know like, saying? yo, I'm not good on the drums. My drums but, suck. I'll find somebody who's nice on the drums to help I'm, me out. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know. Even with this podcast, I was like, I don't know how to blog. <laughs> but that, that's that's why I mean that's why this, this unit why works. That's why this unit we works. We're trying to get into video. I'm like, yo, I ain't, my video skills are shaky. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's the it's the same process, you know. So clearly, you know, Jeff did have some strengths, but I feel like the weaknesses far outweigh those, and that's why. Yeah, I feel like this is a good time as I actually think about what what coaches are available right let's, now. Let's let's look yeah. at that. What are, what are the coaches that are available, and how do we evaluate whether these coaches should be vetted or not? <laughs> so, so which which coach are we gonna start to start out with? I mean, who do you, who do you feel? We have Mark Jackson. It's <laughs> been popular. Right, this Mark Jackson. Yeah, there's Jerry. Fisdale. Right, there's Jerry Stackhouse. Well, there's I mean, Mike with, Woodson, Van Gundy, I Becky mean, Hammond. Yeah, Becky Hammond. <laughs> Yo, woo. <laughs> We actually had a conversation on our post game live show about Becky Hammond, but mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that actually. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> I, go down I, the list. I, I I don't know about y'all, but I have it. In, I have it in like in order right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So well, I, let's, oh, oh, you, oh, you, you got it. You got a stats and like, facts, man. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, but a favorite, a favorite to the non favorite list. Is that what you? Had? Oh no, 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 He's no, no, on no. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, basically, I'm talking about like I have like an order on my um list right now mm-hmm. with okay. the stats and the facts of each coach. Okay. okay. It, it's it's no specific order. Like okay, this is my favorite and this is like my least favorite. Okay, okay, okay. Just a yeah, 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 exactly. Mark Jackson is the first one on this list. It is an order of who he likes. Matter matter. 
of fact, Mark Jackson is not first on the all right, list. All right. So, so this, is, the, exactly. this is a liberal list. Exactly. So on the top of my list is Monty Williams. Whoa. Oh. He has a 173-221 overall coaching record. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. His best seasons were with the New Orleans Hornets in 2010-2011. The main okay. players on that team were CP3, David West, and our boy Jared Jack. Yeah. Okay. They had a 46 and 36 record, two and four record in the playoffs out in the first round. Okay. He also coached the 2014-2015 New Orleans Pelicans to the playoffs. The main players on that team was a young Anthony Davis, yeah. Eric Gordon, a young Drew Holiday. Mm. 45 and 37 record, and they got swept in the first round. Okay. okay. But at least they saw some some, some mm-hmm. playoff burn. Yeah. Huh. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad. Still not picking them. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait to hear I mean, the rest of the else? numbers. <laughs> my thing, my thing is, I guess, I guess my, my question would be year to year, mm-hmm. what would the defensive number? Because we know we have a defensive culture mm-hmm. first type of thing. Right? I think that's why he wouldn't be so high on the list. Because his priorities wouldn't really be to me, and like, what it sounds like is not really defensive driven. And then why is he in the league now? I guess is the other question. Well, I mm, think I, there was there, well, there, there is a there is a response to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because um, I think because you have to remember he went through a tragedy with his um wife and kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know his wife died in a car crash. And I think. Damn. I don't remember specifically, but I think his. I don't know if it's just his wife and like a kid or two. I'm not. I, I don't want to, you yeah, know, send out yeah, false yeah. information. Right, but right. he went through a tragedy. Got right. it. Got it. So and okay, and, and yeah, and he yeah. St- and he stepped away from the game for a while. Right. And now he's just recently coming back, and he wants to get back into coaching. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. All right. That's good to know. It's yeah. on the list. Who else is on the list, Roy? <laughs> The next guy on my list is David Fisdale. Fizz! All right. Fizz! Fizz! All right. Can you tell I like him? Let's get, yeah. Let's get the numbers. He has an overall 50-51 and 51 coaching record as a head coach. Okay. His best season was obviously last season with the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Main players on that team, Mike Conley, Zach Randolph, Marcus Soule. 43-39 and 39 record, 2-4 and four record in the playoffs. Got out in the first round. Okay. He was let go this season after a seven and twelve start due to um some mis, not I I don't I wouldn't say it's misunderstandings but like there was like some friction between him and Memphis there was some friction between where he wanted to take the team and where management wanted to take the team. Yeah, and this is what yeah. this is what I read on upon that was there was a friction between him and uh, Marcus Saul. Yeah, that too because. Dave Fisdale is a defensive coach. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remember we were talking about, I think a week or two ago, we were talking about the speed of the offense. Mm-hmm. And he, basically what was happening was he wanted to run a more up-tempo, mm-hmm. progressive offense. Yes. Marc Gasol didn't want to do that. And he tried to, like, convince him to do otherwise, and he wasn't having it. The, the management sided with Marcus Saul as usually they what they do they you know they side with the players mm-hmm. and got rid of Fisdale. It's so interesting about that you know. Yeah. I think it's important, especially to, if he's producing. This is what I mean. I feel like it's important to be able to be water, right? Mm-hmm. Being mm-hmm. flexible, water can take the shape of any container you put it in, wherever it is it exists. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, 
if the game is changing, got change with it. Got to be open. This is why mm-hmm. I respect Popovich too, because Popovich went through the same kind of like transition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where um he was really old school. His players came to him and was like, "Listen, Pop, we need to run more." Mm-hmm. And he fought it, but then he's like, "You know what? We're gonna run more," and it actually ended up working for them. So mm-hmm. it's like you got to be able to change. And, yeah. In both yeah. ways, to players and coaches. Yeah. One thing I do like about Fizdo is that he stood his ground. Mm-hmm. You know, some coaches in my mind, I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is what everybody else wants and let's do it. But he knew yeah. what needed to happen. He stood his ground. And granted, he lost a job for it, but he stood his ground. And I think that's a good quality to have. Mm-hmm. Fun, fun. I like that he's continuously progressive in his coaching. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. you figure he was, he's heavily defensive-driven, but he saw that the um the game was changing. Got so he added, he added something to the arsenal. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I like that about him. Yeah, and here's the messed up thing. After they fired him, and and I think the assistant took over, the Memphis Grizzlies actually play faster now, which is the, <laughs> uh, which is the funny thing about it. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but they 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 um lost more though, right? They went they yeah. went down in defense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. defense defense went, went down because the Grizzlies yeah. were seventh in defense when he was there. Yeah. And they dropped to sixteen yeah. and seventeen when he left. Yeah. 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 But they quicker. Fast, <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> <Science>, but uh, yeah. <laughs> And, and clearly, you can tell the Grizzlies were tanking this season anyway, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they got played, there eventually, I guess. They yeah. played the Spurs last year, right? Um, Did they play in the playoffs? Was it the Spurs? I don't even remember. Exactly. I, I, <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, we, we, have, we may have to look that up. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah, that up. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I like that. I like the Fizdale. Because some, some people's gripe with Fizdale is like, what about his record? What about his record? I was like... It, it, it's not as good as his record, but I feel like if he had the flexibility to do what he wanted to do in the offensive yes. end, yes, mm-hmm. and like and the, I mean and have that defensive presence too, I think mm-hmm. he'd be a hype. And mm-hmm. besides Marcus Saul, all the players seem to really, really like him. Right. Even yeah. though people was like, "Oh, get Fizdale so he can get LeBron." No. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, who doesn't like Fizdale? It's it's very few people that don't like Fizdale. I mean, me personally, like he's a defensive minded coach, which which I like. He's a players coach, Facts. which I like. Mm-hmm. And Fizdale, I mean, like he like everybody that I know, everybody that I've heard speak about him, they speak glowingly of him. Like I've I've yet to hear somebody be like Fizdale's not a good coach. You Mark know, Jackson. like I haven't heard anything negative about the guy. So. Oh, Mark Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Jackson throwing all that shade. <laughs> but those are those, those, you oh, know, yeah. <laughs> little slide jokes he slid in there. <laughs> what was it? What, was Mark Jackson and Jeff and Gutty? Was Mark Jackson and Mike Breen was talking about the head coaching vacancies? Yeah, and Fizdale was in the audience of the Golden State game. Yeah, and they zoomed the camera in on Fizdale. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, he's up for several coaching jobs. And and then Mark Jackson conveniently coughed. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mike Breen didn't say several coaching jobs. He said the Knicks job. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm sorry, he he I'm he was specific was about specific. it. Mm-hmm. Very. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. You're correct. Jerome. And so was Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson just happened to need to clear his throat at that time. <laughs> exactly, because his name wasn't mentioned. He did it, he did it a few times, too. He was like... Yeah. <laughs> My man! And, 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 and you know what that tells me? Mark Jackson wants the job. He wants the job. Or he's petty. 
Or yeah. <laughs> I we'll get into that later. It's a little bit of both. It's definitely both. We'll it's definitely that later. both. Mark Jackson. <laughs> and matter of fact, look who it is. Mark Jackson is next oh! to my list. <laughs> Segway King. <laughs> So Mark Jackson has a 121-109 overall coaching record. All right. His best season was 2013-2014 with the Golden State Warriors, where you already know the three main players on that team, young Steph Curry, Mm -hmm. young Klay Thompson, Mm -hmm. young Draymond Green. Mm -hmm. Yes. 51-31 record. Mm -hmm. Okay. Three and four playoff record. Unfortunately, they lost in the first round that year. But in the previous season, they actually reached the second round. Yes, and the main um, stat about Mark Jackson is that each season under him, Golden State improved in the win column. They went from 23 wins to 47 wins to mm-hmm. 51 wins. Oh, amazing. Yes, which is but, why. Right. What is, what is his downside? Oh, the, the petty. Is that coffee thing? You're going to leave that. that. You're going to kindly leave yeah, that out. Yeah, yeah. Be, you know, I'm just trying to big up my guy. That's all. <laughs> we, we, yeah, the thing he's, like, of, he's got no shortcomings. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> the, thing, yeah, the thing about Mark we'll Jackson, those. yo, yeah. yeah, shout out to uh, Jonathan uh, McCry from uh, he. I read, he 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 wrote a crazy art article about Mark Jackson. He pretty much lays out all of his shortcomings. It's kind of like, <laughs> oh, uh, do you have, um, can we can we can we can we can we can we label that guy a hater? <laughs> no, 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 I just want to hear that. Uh, <laughs> it's not hate. It's, I actually want to hear that. Ryan's like, Ryan's like, nah, y'all not gonna do this to my man. Y'all not gonna talk down about Mark. <laughs> what, what, what's your talk? What is your talking about? I mean, he pretty he pretty much cites that Mark, Mark Petty. Mark Jackson has a history of. Yes. He didn't say that exactly, but <laughs> he didn't use those words. Yeah, but. this is my translation, but basically what he said was Mark Jackson ruffles feathers a lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he feels like that even as because that might be a reason why he's been traded a lot of times, yep. not because mm-hmm. he can't play, mm-hmm. but he just has a problem just right. getting along with people in general. Right. And oh. One of the things he was saying was he he led a mutiny in Utah one year. <laughs> What? what? <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah. He went back. He went all the way back. He said he led a mutiny in Utah when he was like, um, he's like him and all the other bench. He gathered him and the bench players together and demanded more playing time. <laughs> oh, so he just wanted to get on yeah. the Yeah, and he approached John Stockton was like, hey, me and the bench players, you want more playing time. You need to do and something. And John Stockton that. said, this is my team. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then John Stockton, I think, retired shortly after that. But it's like it caused it caused it caused and he he got traded he got let go or traded that year or whatever. None of none of that. You see what? I don't appreciate this man <laughs> putting out this article like that. Yo, he was nah, about to burst. Nah, first off, you know he was going to be hot because he said, you see what? I think it came right out. He's like, yo, let me, let me tell you what this is. What day at work? Every, every mistake he made since he was four, he has in his art. <laughs> One day at work, we were going through and watching NBA fights, and then it just so happened that we went through like a whole half an hour, and I told you, Jay, of watching just Nick fights because the Knicks had a Those lot of best, the Knicks, Knicks had a lot of yeah. a lot of fights. Yeah. And if you Shout look, out to Chris Childs. If you look at the common denominator in most of these fights, mm-hmm. your man Mark <laughs> was, was scrapping in most of these fights, Ryan. So 
Is that mean he backs his teammates? <laughs> <laughs> He's a team player. That's what that means. I mean, come on. Kathy, what are you talking you about? You see? Mark Jackson was just trying to show y'all that he is uh, New York all the way. He's New York City all the way. All right. He's all about right. that life. <laughs> all right? All right. And, all right. Yeah, and then um, also he talks about um, you know, the last year with Golden State and what mm-hmm. transpired with that. Right. It was funny. It was like there was a dispute with an assistant coach, mm-hmm. Brian Scalabrini, over whether or not to watch a segment of game tape. Hmm. So um, pretty much Jackson attempted to, you know, Gather the assistant coaches to uh, proclaim that Scalabrini was in the wrong and he was disrespectful. He, he kind of similar to what he did in Utah mm-hmm. <laughs> when he gathered the, the players. But now he just is a coach. But now he's doing as a coach. Uh-huh. A coach. Yeah. And basically, what happens is, uh, yeah, he ended up putting Scalabrini in the D League. Yeah. <laughs> for the last eleven games, yeah. right before the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. What do you say? Wait, we need to read the exact quote from Jonathan. Please. It says, after the incident, Scalabrini was demoted <laughs> <laughs> to the Deems D League affiliate just 11 games before the playoffs. That's messed up, bro. <laughs> uh, I don't care. You'll still bring my Jackson in. You're not going to No, I'm, I'm, here for, I'm here for the drama. I'm, but... I'm, I'm actually with that. Yeah. Um, but that's that's funny. Yeah. That's and funny. then um, he, he petty, but I'm here. Uh, yes, Mark. Come yeah. through. And then <laughs> uh, uh, you know, apparently, I don't. He he was let go after that. And wow. I'm guessing that has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah, the level yeah. of petty that he yeah. displayed was, was a little, mm-hmm. high. Yeah. A little yeah. much. Yeah, it was a little high. We're a light skin. We're a light skin. And then you know, plus <laughs> yeah. So Mark has some things to work out. Plus he has <laughs> some media things to work out as well. I don't know. The culture. You think he can. Yeah, like he's like, media. Well, okay, all right, okay, all right, all right, all right. Here, here, here's, here's, here's my. Be theory. honest. Here, here's my thing with Mark Jackson. Be honest. All right. <laughs> I mean, you already you know about the Jason Collins incident. I don't know if we're to bring that up. The the, the thing is, is that I think <laughs> even though maybe in Golden State, the, he he didn't really get well, get along well with the media. But I feel like him being familiar with New York. Since he's played here, since he's lived here all his life, like he's familiar with the fans, mm-hmm. he he knows what the fans expect from the team. What we want. Yeah, exactly, and just and he's used to the New York media. It's not like he's not used to it because he used to deal with it as a player. Right. right. So I feel like he'll be able, like he has the strong enough personality that the Knicks need, where you know that he's not gonna crack under the pressure. Yeah. Here's yeah yeah. You I know, and like... and then on top of that, I gotta I gotta you know bring the other good things he brings also <laughs> player development, which the Knicks need. Most he's definitely. he's good at p- developing players, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I feel like maybe his communication with the media may have been off in Golden State, but his <laughs> communication with the players was spot on though, because the yeah. players listened to him, yeah, mm-hmm. and the players believe what he told them. Yeah. Right. I'm not even talking about communication. I'm talking about the con- he makes controversial statements. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Oh, and, right. and we clearly and, he does. And, and in New York, that's. <laughs> That's that's a, that's recipe. But now, but now that's a trigger. That's recipe for. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's a thing yeah. too though. Now, but now he's been announcing for a while that may be different. He may yes. have a different yes. understanding how to deal with the media piece mm-hmm. better. I feel like he wants to redeem himself. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, of course. I feel, like, I feel like he wants to redeem himself, and it, like he has the second time around, so he's gonna do it right this time. Well, not right. He's gonna do it better. Mark has to own it. Yeah. That's yeah. that's to, for Mark to get this job with um with Perry. 
yeah. and mm-hmm. males, and they're so keen on culture and talking to the media and embracing you know new things because you know he also ran a, a slow a slower offense yeah. in Golden State. Granted, wins and losses ultimately decide everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So he, he gives he credit for building that team up and getting more wins. Mm-hmm. But to even get to the next level after that, he's gonna have to loosen up the offense and not have to walk off the ball yeah. every mm-hmm. time, and he has to be receptive to that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he addresses those things first, I think they'll take him. Mm-hmm. But he, yeah, he has to address those things. Yeah. Yeah. Just come, to. just come right off the bat and, and say, look. I know what you heard of me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like if they're bringing Mark Jackson with the, you know, with the whole, you know, idea of they want a coach being open, like I think if they're bringing Mark Jackson with a guy that knows offense. And can you know and, and run and run a certain? You off- read my mind, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> you actually read my mind, but go ahead. <laughs> you know, have bringing a coach that runs a certain style of offense, which is. Adap- which is adaptable to today's NBA, and then have yes. Mark Jackson handle the defensive side of the ball. Like I think it, I think it would work well. Yeah. Honestly, we need more than one. Well, clearly we need two coaches. But. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. In, in yes. general, it's funny because in general, when you look at this list, I'm thinking all these coaches on this list are defensive minded kind of leaders who can kind of bring up. They all mm-hmm. have that that similar thing about them yeah. where they can lead yeah. players and they have a yeah. defensive mind. Mm-hmm. I really feel like Jeff could be still on his team and still like <laughs> if it's, if he's humbled enough. Right. Yeah. The only the only thing the only thing that would, might mess that up is the Joaquin Noah situation. Oh yeah. That would make that more complicated. But I feel like that would be a dope way to kind of keep some consistency offensively but, I but still have somebody else who's going to be able to develop the players more, have more of a voice, help mm-hmm. people accountable mm-hmm. and keep consistency. I wonder if they offered that to him. You know, because uh, the funny thing is, is you know, probably might get away that. I know. Yeah. Well, there's a couple things. Absolutely, because you have to be able to be like, okay, humble yourself to say, okay, I'm demoted. I'm still here though. I'm gonna do my job. But you know, I'm just wondering now if, let's say, by the grace of God, <laughs> they're like, you know what, Jeff, we found our head coach, but we love what you did offensively. We'd love to have you back. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he'd take it at this point. Cause I hope like, so. You let me go, and then you want to call me right back. That's how it always works, Jeff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's how it always works. I mean, mm-hmm. what's it might be coming back? Oh, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about does, that. Does that mean I should jump to Woodson? Yeah. I mean, I mean might as well. Because yeah. I mean, because I mean, because I mean, because yeah. I mean, he he wasn't next on the list, but I'll jump to Mike Woodson. Okay. Yeah. Segway King. Okay, so Mike Woodson, he has a overall coaching record of 315-365 wins losses. No. Horrible. His best season was obviously 2012-2013 with the New, New York, York Knicks. <laughs> and, you know, in case people forgot who was on that team, mm-hmm. we had Mello. Okay. Mm-hmm. A prime Mello. Prime <laughs> Mello. Yes. Prime. Exactly. <laughs> not, not, not today's Mello. Not today's prime Mello. And that's not a shot. That's just, it's just, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. just facts. Yeah. Mello, Mello, Prime. Yeah, Jay- now I still got the Mello, Mello. He didn't yeah. want exactly. Yeah. There's, there's levels to his Mello. There's Hoodie Mello. There's Mello yes. Prime. There's Playoff Mello. There's Mello, Mello. Then there's Mello, Mello that doesn't run or play defense. Right. Regular, everyday season Mello. It's like levels. It's 
Frank Ruffles to that though. Can we let that joke breathe? Mellow, mellow that doesn't run or play. Run. You gotta pick and choose. If that that's that's that that's a reference to the Nuggets fight. Am I right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Play Divas. Okay. Matter of fact, 2012 was the real hoodie mellow. That was the real hoodie mellow. He was he was hoodie in his heart day. Exactly. He's hoodie in spirit now. We also had Jason Kidd, Tyson Chandler, J.R. Henny Smith, Six Man of the Year. Okay. Ball don't lie, Rasheed Wallace. Marcus Camby. Oh Marcus. Kirk Thomas. Damn, yeah, that was kind of favorite team. Yeah. It was like all my old blood. Wait a second. We had some crazy guys, man. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, Kurt Thomas gave us a lot of good years in New York, all right? Okay, but not that year. No, no, that year. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. Take that out. What you say that year? Kurt Top, before he blew his he leg on that game, he was bowling. He was a player <laughs> coach. He was bowling. He was hitting that 15 footer before he blew out his leg. That game retired. I, 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 I blew out his leg and looked like he just. He took it to like two steps up. <laughs> Nobody hit you. Because he gave it all he had. <laughs> he went out on the floor then. Oh, man. Nick's legend, Kurt Exactly. Nick's, Nick's legend. legend. Kurt, Thomas, <laughs> Kurt Thomas gets all my respect. He gets all my respect. Exactly, yo. He gets respect, but not in. Anyway. 54 28 <laughs> record. First in the East. Mm hmm. Six and six, six and six playoff record. Beat the Celtics in the first round. Lost to the Pacers in the second round. Only mm-hmm. playoff win. Yes. Since what? Since. Van Gundy. Yeah. 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 He also had Should a good season. He also had a good season with the Atlanta Hawks. 0-9-0-10. Yeah. Okay. Fifty-three and twenty-nine record. Not bad. On that Hawks team, you had Al Horford, Joe Johnson, Josh Smith. Those are the main three. Mm-hmm. Playoff record was four and seven. They had a second round exit. Okay. And overall, he has an 18 and 28 playoff record. Oh, you're not so bad. Got some playoff experience. Got some playoff experience. Yeah. And the thing with Mike Woodson is that even though I rather other coaches ahead of him, I wouldn't be upset if he came back just for the simple fact that I feel like he was unfairly fired the first time around. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, because. Even though the Knicks that season when Phil Jackson just came in, they finished 37 and 45, they started OD slow that season. And then they started to pick up steam towards exactly. the end. And Woodson had the ear of the locker room. He had the ear of mellow. Yeah. yeah. Here's it, here's my thing. He wrangled Henny Smith. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had him under control. Yeah. Six minutes. He had him under control. Yes. Who was able to do that? Bro, nobody. <laughs> nobody. Not even, not even LeBron. Not even Le- Not even LeBron. Yo, nobody was able to keep Henny Smith under control <laughs> like Woodson. <laughs> <laughs> Woodson probably cursed him out and said, yo, look, my Yo, guy. yo, Woodson was straight out like, bad mode yo, that year. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Woodson looks like, you know, the big brothers. Mm-hmm. He looks like that mentor. <laughs> yes, yeah. man. That was kept everybody in line. Come here, son. You out in the streets doing what? Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you real quick. Definitely. And then when you think about Henny Smith and how he wrangled him, I start to think about, can he wrangle him Tim Hardaway Jr.? 
<laughs> I know Tim Hardaway Jr. isn't like the rebel that, you know, Yeah, he, he just needs to calm yeah. down. Like, yeah. He needs to relax a little. Relax. He still needs a, a good G-check. He needs like a slap in the back of the head. Like, Stop acting crazy. Yeah. Stop getting texts when you're not in the game and you're in the booth. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but ultimately, I, I'm, I don't want to see him as a head coach, though. Same. Mm-hmm. Even though I like what he did for us, and I thought choose... he should have stayed when Phil, when Phil was here. Yeah. yeah. If you had to choose between him or Jeff, Van Gundy. Yeah. Or Hornacek. No, Jeff. No. Oh, Van Gundy. I'm picking Van Gundy. Van Gundy yeah, yeah. I'm picking yeah, 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 Van Gundy. Van Gundy is very, very high on my list. I'm very Van Gundy might be my choice. Do you think oh. I, I'm almost scared? I, Van Gundy's high on my list, but I'm scared because of Phil. Phil scarred me. Mm. I'm f- mm-hmm. I'm scared that people are gonna come with high accolades and not live up to it. Mm. Yeah, but you know Van Gundy, again, last uh, tenure of coach that was able to to mm-hmm. to have a good Knicks team. Um, I feel like he is the type of old school coach that would, because again he's been analyzing games as an announcer. Mm-hmm. He understands analytics and how they work, mm-hmm. and he understands. A defensive culture. He was in yes. a successful defensive Knicks mm-hmm. culture, mm-hmm. and we need that. You know? yeah. To me, when you put, I mean, I guess you can get into the, the Van Gundy. Yeah, I, I, I might as well. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Van Gundy, four hundred and thirty wins, three hundred eighteen losses, coaching oh, record. Come on, man. <laughs> Hold on a second. You gotta, you gotta call him leg, gra- leg grabbing. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, matter of fact, he's for his plays. He's a players coach. Wait, 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 wait. Matt, coach. wait. Matter of fact, I didn't give Jeff Van Gundy enough respect. I mean, the notorious, the notorious. Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> 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 that, ain't on, that notorious one. Exactly. Respect on that notorious. name. His best. His best season with his best season as a as a coach came with. The New York Knicks, 96-97. Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. Allen Houston. Okay, now. That guy. Larry Johnson. Yes. Okay. Charles Oakley. Woo. John Starks. Yes, Johnny. 57-25 record. Mm. That was the scrappy team. Yes. Way was, yeah. And they swept the Hornets in the first round. and uh, the booms out. And uh, y'all remember what happened against Miami? Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, and the yeah. Knicks end up losing in seven, unfortunately. Still seven games, though, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and also, his other best season came with the 06 07 Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. He had T Mac and Yao Ming, obviously. Yeah. He's, he's that one two, one two punch. Exactly. And I, and I gotta say, T Mac was my Trey favorite is. player in those days. Mm. 52 and 30 mm-hmm. record with the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Oof. Three and four playoff record they imagine? got beat. Sorry. Oh my fault. What, Can you y'all? imagine what a trade what Trey and KP would do together? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean they're, they're trying to breed uh, Tim Hardaway to be that too. Yeah. It's gonna be, but I, it's, you know what? It's gonna be interesting to see who pans out for real in the long term. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Yep. They had a three and four playoff record. They got out in the first round seven games. Okay. Jeff Van Gundy forty four and forty four playoff record. Mm. And his only NBA Finals appearance came in '99 with the New York Knicks as an eight seed. Spurs. Yep. Take it. But yeah. Yeah. Again. Again, <laughs> he's gone deep enough with the Knicks team in the playoffs. He definitely had the ear of the locker room. They Word. respected him. He definitely was someone who held players accountable. Word. From the first to the twelfth man. Mm-hmm. Um. To me, he's been Gundy. 
He has the pedigree of the Knicks. He has the culture. He has the mm-hmm. background. And he has none of the headache that Mark Jackson has. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you, 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 you need to stop hating on my man, Mark Jackson. I'm not hating. I'm just saying the facts. This is part two. Right. <laughs> 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 I'm, 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 I'm just going to sit and be quiet. <laughs> and then and Kathy can instigate. Right. <laughs> I'm a professional. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Van Gundy is... is... And, and here's my thing about Van Gundy. I was worried about, you know the older coaches not be able to adapt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it seems like he's been studying like the Rockets new offense and That's stuff. What I'm, and I'm he's like you. he's like he just likes to learn. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. So I feel like he, he's that kind of like old school coach. I feel that's adaptable. Mm-hmm. I feel like he can make the transition. I feel man. like he could too. And he and he did he, he can he knows how to use players properly. Mm-hmm. Like he won with Houston and Hewen. And you know that it's not like the best, best, best team, but it was yeah. a dope team and he got them yeah. to play together. He got them to be scrappy. Yeah. yeah. He knows, how to put, he knows how to put pieces together, man. I'm, 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 <coughs> the, the better Van Gundy. Van Gundy. Okay. Yeah. Van Gundy. I think I'm going with that. That's a good choice. Yeah. Uh, Van Gundy fits there. Who else we got on, 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 the, on the list? All right, so I'm going to go back to the order it's listed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Wright, coach okay. of the Villanova Wildcats. Jay Wright is interesting, too. His college coaching record. 544 wins, 250 losses. You got, to, you, got to, you got to clap that up. You got to clap that up. His best season as a college coach came this season with the Villanova Wildcats. No surprise. Yeah, yes, where the two main players were Jalen Brunson and Mikhail Bridges, who, who both players are going to be good players in the NBA Absolutely. for years to come. 36-4 and four record, Big East and NCAA champion. Mm-hmm. Here's the interesting stat about Jay Wright. He hasn't lost more than five games in the last five seasons with Villanova. Wow. See, so you need yes. somebody who knows exactly. basketball. Yes. And this is and mm-hmm. also um I'm I'm, I'm I only got one more stat to no, say. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because he's a he's a coach at my alma mater. He used to, yeah he used to coach at my alma mater Hofstra. Okay. And this was the last time we saw the damn NCAA tournament <laughs> when he was here. <laughs> so like so Hofstra. And then moves up, Villanova. Maybe that next step is, is, is Yo, the listen, lead. man. I, I, talked, I talked about him in the post game live I did with YouTube. I mean, yeah. Say CP, like he was another pick. I was like, yo, I'm high on this guy too. Mm. Because if you can take two separate teams to the finals. This is what I mean, man. Mm-hmm. Then you know it's not just, oh, I have the certain players. It's nah. I know how to use the players that I have and I implement a system know. to perfect. I know basketball. I know basketball. And people will talk about Brad Stevens over here in the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's that young coach that, you know, that who knows how to turn that Celtics team around and mm-hmm. keep them going. They they kicking ass right now. Yeah. And they don't even have Kyrie. Yeah. yeah. True. Or or Gordon. Or, or Gordon, Gordon Hayward, yeah. Exactly. Both of them. Yeah. yeah. So like that's because he He knows that, basketball. He knows basketball. Mm-hmm. So you that's another dark horse, man. But even though I don't think he's he's not really interested in Nick in in playing in the NBA, that's right. The, which makes he's sense. a sleeper though. But mm-hmm. yeah, 
He's but I you know teams are looking at him. He, but he's cool. very yeah. happy in Villanova. I don't think he's gonna leave. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and plus he's a Philly native too, which on which makes oh, it even which we, yeah, yeah, which makes it more likely that he's going to stay anyway. Maybe if yeah. the Sixers job becomes open, he's like, hey, you know, I'm over here in Villanova. You know, <laughs> that's have me not as coach. what we need. In this <laughs> we don't need the Sixers getting another up hand. Jesus Christ! <laughs> they, you really gotta believe in this that process because that process is. Oh, the process is crazy that's right now. Process is. Yeah. They're gonna have to. Um, it's a crazy process. You know? Yeah, they're gonna have to write a book. Word. I like that. I like that, Jay Wright. I like. I like him. You know. I don't think it's gonna happen. I think. Yeah, I, I think. think the, I think the Knicks shot their shot though. Of course. Yeah, they did. <laughs> of course. Yeah, they did. It's a reach because he doesn't want to right. step yeah. up. But I, you know, I, I think putting the bug in his ear, at least give him something to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know. Let them know exactly. we're here. You'll be a legend if you bought the tickets. <laughs> By the way, exactly. if you guys want to check out old episodes of The Nick of Time Show, you can go to soundcloud.com slash The Nick of Time Show, and you can listen to all the archived episodes. Yeah, man. Um, catch up. Yeah, catch up. Most definitely. <laughs> Who else is on the list? Jerry Stackhouse. All right, let's and, get to and, this. And, yes. and he's interesting. I have I have yes. a lot of stats to say about Jerry Stackhouse. Wait, hold on. Before you start, mm-hmm. Knicks fans are hating on Jerry Stackhouse because they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> they're unfamiliar. They don't know. They're unfamiliar. That's all it is. Wait, wait, well, you know, that's why I'm here because I'm about to educate them right hey. quick. <laughs> educate the people. Yes. <laughs> Jerry Stackhouse named 2016-2017 NBA D-League Coach of the Year. Yes. Crazy. Yes, sir. Led the Raptors 905 to a 39-11 record last season and his first Central Division title. After their last coach. I think he improved by like a certain uh, same amount of games because their last coach did okay, but they still had a losing season. Stackhouse yeah. comes in, changes that program around. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the, de- the defensive stats are off the chart. He held teams to a league low 98.8 points per game. Oh, yes. 100.1 points per 100 possessions. Yes, sir. And 42.8% shooting from the field. Yikes. Yeah. I think we got the same, I think we looked at the same site. (laughs) (laughs) He he also finished with the D-League's highest point differential, eight points per game that season. Wow. This season now, he led the Raptors 905 to a 31 and 19 record and a G-League finals appearance. Oh. Beating our Knicks. Who was number one in the East? Exactly. In the G League. Crazy. Again, the Raptors 905 boasted the top defense in the G League, 97.3 points per game. But here's the downfall with Jerry Stackhouse. They also boasted the league's worst offense, 102.2 points per game, and the team plays at a slow pace. That's okay. Listen, surround yourself with people who are successful where you are not. Yeah. What he needs to do is really vet. Again, and this is where it's like having a comprehensive list like this allows you to decide, okay, here's the head coach. Maybe somebody else on his list could run the offense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. You know? You're really going to need that. So that's why I'm kind of leaning more towards even Fisdale Fisdale and Jeff Van Gundy because I feel like those two... Both of them had that defense in them, yeah. but they're both at least kind of curious <laughs> about the offense and wanted to kind of change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why my picks are leaning toward those guys. Mm. Yeah, I think, you know, well, I'm going to let Ryan finish his list first and then. Mm-hmm. The next on my list, Doc Rivers. Mm. Oh, okay. Another former Nick. I passed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the coaching, the coaching stats are obviously very impressive. Right. Eight, yeah. 846 wins, 624 losses. Mm-hmm. Not bad. 
His best seasons came, obviously, 07, 08 Boston, Boston Celtics, yep. mm-hmm. where they had Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Rajon Rondo. Mm-hmm. 66 and 16 record. 16 and 10 playoff record. They were eventual NBA champions that year. Mm-hmm. His other good season came with the Los Angeles Clippers, his first season there, 2013 2014. Right. The main players on the team, obviously, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 57 and 25 record. Six and seven playoff record. They lost in the second round. <clears throat> and I also want to point out early in his career. Oh, also, oh, is that, wait, I'm sorry. I'm just going to be petty a little bit. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Rockets when they were up 3 1. Yeah. All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't going to throw the petty in there, but he's, oh, yeah. but you know. Okay, it's good for the show. Yeah. <laughs> He, his also, his, forgot. Yeah, his other good season came with the Orlando Magic where he did a pretty good job with them because here's the players on the team. He, he really only had T-Mac because he had an old Patrick Ewing and he uh, had what, a, and he had Which, a, and anyway. Should have never yeah. happened. Inexplicable. Yeah, exactly. Why is this man on that team? <laughs> <laughs> and, and he had an injured Grant Hill. Uh, 44 wow. and 38 record, 1-3 playoff record. And his overall playoff record is 82 wins, 79 losses. And he had two NBA Finals appearances, both with the Celtics, one and one. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. He sounds hey, I good, still boy. feel like I'll pass on that. Yeah, yeah. you know what, too? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've i heard, I don't know how good this information is. Right. I've heard somebody on the Knicks Instagram circuit knows some of the players in the Knicks, and they said that they might not like that Rivers... Doc is crappy. Yeah, pick. Uh-huh. <laughs> so much... So, I mean, is that because they don't like his personality or is that because he might bring Austin Rivers with him? I don't know. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> Scott Perry Ryan, is Ryan, like, that. Ryan, like, had the, had the blade sitting on his arm with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Yeah, Scott, Scott Perry is smarter than that. But, you know, right. I, don't, I don't know. You know, it's funny, too. I was listening to the I, um, I Am Rappaport podcast and they had Nate Robinson on there. Mm-hmm. Oh Nate! Yeah, former Nate, Nate Great. Yeah, Nate. Yeah, Bring Nate, Nate the Great man. And Nate doesn't like, doesn't really like Doc Rivers really that much. Or at least he, I'm not saying he didn't like him, but they were in the championship with the Celtics. Not the championship, but they were in the playoffs with the Celtics. Right. Mm-hmm. And Nate and Big Baby, mm-hmm. both of them had a good game the game before. Mm-hmm. The game afterwards, Doc calls into the office. And Doc says, you know what? Um, I'm not going to play you this game. And they were like, why? Hmm. We, we, we're the reasons why, you know, the Celtics won last year. And he was like, you know, this is, might be like uh, Ray Allen's last hurrah and these guys. So we're going to let them so... we're gonna let them finish it off. Wow. And then they end up losing. And Nate and Big Baby end up playing the last five minutes of garbage time of that game. So Nate mm-hmm. has a disdain, bad taste mm-hmm. for that scenario. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and then, and then, what did Ray Allen end up doing? Go to the eat. Yeah. Check <laughs> <laughs> out. Like, and then Big Baby Davis also contributes a lot of his wins to Tom Thibodeau and not Doc Rivers because he feels like Doc, Tom Thibodeau did a lot of the dirty work, looking right. at the film, right. figuring mm-hmm. out why the defense was. Yeah. How to how to work the defense pretty much, and yeah. and he implemented that defense system to the Celtics. Full hmm. disclosure. Well, first off, I I hate I have always hated that name, Big Baby. I just don't know <laughs> why they call him that. Every time I'm like, I'm not calling this man that. Yeah. Yeah. He lost the baby back. 
Is that what's <laughs> I don't know. That's what I think when I see it. <laughs> Such a stupid name. I think they were always trying to get him to slim down, and he couldn't. And he, but he had a baby face. I think it was like a combination Yeah, of probably. Stuff. Yeah. I don't understand. You're running. Running all day. <laughs> you are running all day. <laughs> I mean, weight is 80% meals, you know what I'm saying? You know? You're running all day. <laughs> I killed the breads, baby. You know, <laughs> you know what else is like that? Oliver Miller. Couldn't understand why he could never lose the weight. Michael yeah. Sweetney. Oh, <laughs> man. Eddie Curry. Uh, <laughs> Jerome James. Four, <laughs> <on> Jerome James. <laughs> all former Nick Greats. Oh, all of them. Kathy talk about... Alan Houston owes his money. Jerome James. <laughs> 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 Write that check, bro. <laughs> oh, man. All right, who else is on that list? Next on my list, I have David Blatt. Blatt. Mm. Now, before I get to David Blatt, a lot of people are hating on David Blatt, but when you really look at his coaching statistics, his coaching statistics read he's a really good coach. Okay. Is that him or LeBron? <laughs> uh, I think it's <laughs> <laughs> probably LeBron, but um. <laughs> First of all, David Black, when he was in the NBA, 83 wins, 40 losses, coaching record. I mean, many people will argue that's because of LeBron, but okay. Best season, 2014 2015 Cleveland Cavaliers. Right. 53 and 29 record. 14 and 6 playoff record, they lost in the finals to the Warriors, where again, what they lost Kyrie, they lost Kevin Love. Yeah. So they were undermanned. <clears throat> he was fired during the 2015 2016 season when the Cavaliers had a 30 and 11 record. Mm. <clears throat> On their way to 60 wins, Right. Exactly. And now, when you look at his overall European culture record, he coached Maccabi in Israel for around six seasons. Okay. His record there was 269 wins and 73 losses. Oh. Is is that is that is that transferable? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you look if you look if you look at his win-loss record even though it was short in the NBA, it does seem like it's transferable. Yeah, <laughs> like how how was the competition in Europe during that era, you know what I'm saying? Like right. like yeah. three or four good teams, everybody else was scrubs. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. This right. this this may be a more accurate depiction because um the EuroLeague is considered Tougher than the Israeli league. Right, right. And there he had a 121 wins, 81 losses overall record okay. there. All right, yeah, that's yeah, comparable. Yeah. Now that's, that's. Yeah. And he won the EuroLeague championship in 2014, the year before the Cavaliers signed him up. Okay. Mm. And this year he won the Euro Cup championship. Mm. So. Okay. So why don't the Cavs just bring him back? Uh, uh, because he has beef with LeBron. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, you know, yeah, you know yeah, LeBron's yeah. the coach of that. Yeah, team. what I read was he kind of had it was like a piss. It was almost like he's trying to Pissing prove that he, he knew a lot coach. of basketball, and I think players didn't like that. But I don't know. I don't even know if to blame that on him or not because, you know, I mean, I don't know how LeBron's personality is, but it looks pretty strong about you know basketball. And I can, I can see them going back and forth. Like, I know this. Well, <laughs> this is this, and they're like, I know better. No, I know better. Like the way, <laughs> I can see that happening. Absolutely, yeah. I feel. Like, but you know, the other side of that is, as a coach, you have to recognize when your player has that much basketball knowledge and mm-hmm. lean on them some more. You know, word. Yeah. But you know, 
could be an ego thing, you know. It, definitely yeah, it could be. Thing. And also, I think the reason why he was out, not only because LeBron wasn't really fond of him, but also I think he played a slower pace of offense, and I think the Cavaliers wanted to speed it up. Mm. Which is why they made a change from David Black went to Tyron Lue where this he sped up the offense. Like a theme. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that we do not want to really no. entertain. We don't want to entertain that. No, we don't. Slow offense, no. Yeah, so. Yeah. All right, that's it, or is there more on the list? That's that's all the coaches okay. I went through. All then right. is the Becky Hammond. Then is, oh yeah. Becky. Yeah, that whole uh, squad that's helping Pop. Yeah. There were like uh, talks of. Bringing um, some of them in. That's dope. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, man. It's like everybody, anybody from the Spurs, or anybody off of the Spurs fruit, you might want to like, you, you might want to consider stealing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I yeah. That is just so much yeah. knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's was passed down. Is there anybody else on the Spurs, like, better than, is there right. any other blueprint Pop's blueprint is is the blueprint, really. Yeah, pretty oh, much. Man. Taking taking an older type of team and modernizing it, I feel mm-hmm. like he had the blueprint for that. Yeah, and also we forgot to mention Becky Hammond is a former New York Liberty great. Yeah, we, yeah. I was mentioning that. Yes. <laughs> she also has the legacy. Facts. Yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'd like to see her a part of the um, the coaching staff. So would I. Um, head coach or defensive coach? Not a bad look. Yeah. Mm. And also, too, I've heard... I don't think he's on the list, but I've, I've heard people talk about uh, Ettore Messina from the Spurs. Mm. He's an assistant oh. coach from the Spurs, mm. and he, mm. I know he's looking for a job right now. He's been... I think he interviewed with the Charlotte Hornets. And, um, you know, he's right under Popovich. Right. Mm. And, right, amen. Yeah, experience in Europe and experience with Pop, so he could be a nice little addition, but I'm not sure... I don't think they're on the Knicks radar right now, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about him in the news. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. But, well, I mean, these are a lot of good candidates. Um, For me, I think Jeff is at the top of that. Jeff Van Gundy. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark, I think, because of his relationship with the players and his ability to have consistent gains each season, but all the extra drama... It's scary, scary, man. It's scary, man. It don't scare be, me. It, sca- it scares me, man. But again, remember, remember though. I mean, our podcast has to be lit next year. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but we're, we're trying to. But we're trying to make sure we have somebody that can be here for a while. Not it's gonna, you know, because we don't want the scandals to get the best of him. We don't want, no. you know. I like Mark Jackson as a matter of fact. He's like my number two behind Jeff Van Gundy, really. Mm-hmm. But in in highlighting all of those. Petty moments. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't want that to like spill over. Cause now, okay, let's say in two years they're like, okay, we're unhappy with this guy too. We gotta let him go. We need somebody here longer right. than that, man. I'm just like, and then KB's like, where are you gonna you gonna find another coach, bro? That's what we're doing right now, right? And he's gonna send a sign. He's gonna start getting sour, guy, and just, I'm gonna be pissed. I, I, <laughs> I just feel like Mark Jackson's had had the time to step away from the game, and I think. He's had time to like really like think about you know maybe where I might have went wrong and things like that. Like I feel like it, it would be a much better Mark Jackson if he was to come back now. I right. hope. So. I hope so. Hopefully. He's he has he has an interview. I think there was an announcement that says um who has an interview this in the next two weeks. I think it's Jackson, it's, Black, and Van Gundy. I think Van Gundy. Yeah. And Stackhouse as well. Yeah, and Fizdale is also going to be co- is going to also be being interviewed on this upcoming week as well. Word. 
Yeah. And I think I miss. I feel like I'm missing somebody. I said Stackhouse. Yeah. I said Fizzdale. Woodson. Yeah, Woodson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Woodson yeah, 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 actually yeah. shot his shot. I think he, Woodson yeah. was like, hey, uh, hey guys. I'd like to finish oh, what I started. Yeah. 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 You know <laughs> who we're forgetting? Meta World. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Meta World Peace. Oh, peace, yeah. Peace, peace, still. <laughs> Wait, what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> he, he, he announced on Twitter that he would like to become head coach of the New York Knicks. Defensive <laughs> specialist. Yes. Meta wants a shot. Meta world. Listen, man. We As have a all defensive these... coordinator? <laughs> uh, not the worst idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, he has I'm, that, I'm, that, that, you know, he has that track record. Exactly. You know, he has he has that toughness. He has that New York great Queens Bridge. Yeah, QB. Exactly. He can bond with Kyle. Yes. Right. And just pass a little of, of that knowledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Make sure you catch him with a elbow on the side. Then, yeah. <laughs> not enough that you run into the stairs. That's what I'm saying. Not yeah. enough that you run into the No <laughs> fights. Just a touch of elbow. Yeah. He doesn't run away like Melo. Yeah, like he get like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, give give that... Um... Yo, congrats to Melo for reaching the playoffs, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's... Yeah, yeah, you know, playoff you gotta get playoff, yeah. playoff, mellow. Playoff, playoff, playoff mellow. Yeah, you know, give give that you know sneaky elbow he gave to Harden a few years ago. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he can't do that this year though. Nah, Harden, he said enough of that. <laughs> yeah, Harden. Pounds on. Yeah, Harden out here cooking. Exactly. I think Enos Cantor is intrigued too. He had the emoji, like the thinking emoji, when he said, like, "Hmm." <laughs> Speaking of Enos Cantor. What is his situation now? He's he's uh the, the is it a rumor, or is it no? This is official now. It's official Bef- now. Before it was a rumor. Last week it was a rumor. Now mm-hmm. it's official. Now it's official. Okay. He is thinking about opting, opting out. Yes, about opting out. Uh, now, this this can have a ripple effect, ladies and gentlemen, on any and everything that happens in the off season. So let me explain some things if you don't. Please, know. please do. Next fans, y'all smart. Say, I might know already though. <laughs> <laughs> Enos Cantor has eighteen million dollars left on his contract. Mm-hmm. Right, he um basically he said he wants to opt out to not get more money. He didn't say more money. He said a longer deal. Mm. Now, if you pay attention to the Knicks cap, twenty nineteen we have a lot of money coming off the books. Exactly. And twenty nineteen is also the year when we have a lot of big name free agents available. Exactly. A la Clay Thompson, and I think even uh, uh Kawhi Leonard might be available during that mm-hmm. time. And Kemba Walker. Mm. Yeah, there's some names going to be available, right? So you're thinking we might have to, you know, we might have to save that cap at all costs. Exactly. So even though Cantor is like a very valuable commodity. Very, very valuable. It could, we, it can end up being detrimental. Now, granted, he said he wants to stay in New York as well. He, he wants to finish but his career. he wants to secure he, that he wants bag. To secure the bag. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know. And a lot of things can happen as kind of a domino effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because now, one, it reduces the cap space. Two, we don't want to get in a situation now. We're paying somebody not more money than they're worth because he is, again, a valuable piece, but we ran into this problem already with someone costing us a lot, and we don't have <laughs> enough to get the pieces that we need to surround them right. to, mm-hmm. for success, and then we blame it on whoever... That we're being, you know, we're losing again. Now, t- two things can now, now now two things can happen because of this, right? One, I mean, not two things, but really, you can start to think, oh, maybe we should draft draft a, a big man instead of mm-hmm. a small four. You can think that route, right? Or you can think about the Kyle Quinn situation. Mm-hmm. Now, 
interesting enough, during his press conference, right, one of the things I mentioned in his press conference was they asked what they thought about the Kylo Quinn and Beasley situation. Right. Now, Mills, they've been really politically correct, but I feel like they might have dropped the guard a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because the response from Mills was not Mills. Um, no, it was Mills. Mills said, um, "We want." He pretty much says, "Like, yo, we want to keep KO." Mm-hmm. He pretty much says, "Like, we got, we gonna talk to him about right. yeah. KO." Mm-hmm. And then when it came to Michael Beasley, he's like, "Oh, we just have to talk to his peoples." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, which which makes it sound like they're gonna they're yeah, gonna they're gonna they're gonna really push to bring KO back, but Beasley's gonna be like a money thing. Yeah, it's, it's gonna mm-hmm. depend on how much he's asking. Yes, exactly. Mm. So the the canter leaving thing or opting out might f- free up money to then give KO a little more money. Right. And then what might happen is cancer might end up walking, and then we have to, and then we have to probably get another power forward center. Right. Mm-hmm. So that is a possibility. <laughs> yeah. And then we get a new coach and then we might be looking at Joe Kino like, hey, you know, you're just not here. So you know what? You can come back. Yeah, give it a nice shot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so many possibles. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I just hope that whatever moves the Knicks do, Keep that cap safe, but keep the cap space for 2019 open, please. Uh-huh. Whatever y'all do, do not yeah, handicap man. us that year, yeah. please. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, please, we trusted y'all up until this point. <laughs> yeah. No, they and then you know what? They're they're really into. I feel like they're they 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 thinking about that because they mentioned that in the press conference in the beginning. They were talking about building slowly, mm-hmm. and they and they said they weren't even they weren't even think, thinking about signing big free agents right now. They were talking about in the future. It's like, mm. like, oh, you know what? We're in a better position. We'll talk more about free agents. Mm-hmm. So it made you think they're not trying to sign big free agents right now. They're thinking about the future. So I think they're definitely mm-hmm. thinking about the cap, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Exactly. Hallelujah. <laughs> what? I mean, what other... I think that might be... I mean, what other Knicks news is there? I think that might be... Um, that's it. I mean, yeah, we went through all the coaches. We went through all the coaches. I mean, the only thing you could say, what? They seemed, during the press conference, they seemed like they were really happy about the young pieces going forward. They seemed like they were happy about Tim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah they, I think they are really trying to, I think you mentioned it, trying to make, really make Tim a sec, a solid second option. On the, you know. Yeah. yeah. And they really want to see a whole season of a healthy Tim and how that mm-hmm. looks. I need him to believe in himself. Right. And stop I, getting down on yourself and you make a stupid decision, that's cool. <laughs> Just pick back up and keep going. Matter of fact, how many points per game did Tim Hardaway Jr. average this year? It was like 16, 17 about? I believe it was, off the top I'm saying, I think it's 17, but I can look it up. But okay. I think it's like around, I think it's 17. Okay. Yeah, because I just wanted to know because I'm just going to say this right quick. We paid Tim Hardaway Jr. a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. Four years, 71 mil, that's like about 18 mil a year. I want to see Tim Hardaway Jr. Before I say this, like, I'm not going to get on Tim Hardaway Jr. too I'm not going to get on him, get down on him too much because I feel like he kind of justified the money they gave, the money the Knicks gave him because he did show improvement from last season absolutely. to this season. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Grand yes. Thing, yes. 
we do have to remember this is this is his first year being a starter. Yeah, exactly. And he got injured. Yeah, and I just want to see him take that next step now. Like, okay, you showed that you can up your points per game. Now I want to see him try to hit the 20 mark per now, game because right. he's he's not far away. It's like three points exactly. more per game. You know, that's all it takes. Like, one more three-pointer. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? all-star status, bro. Exactly. I just want to see him take that next step. Like, I feel like next season, if he can average about 20 points a game, yeah, I, I feel like he's really coming into his own and he's really working hard to take that next step. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As frustration as frustrating as I've been getting I'm as frustrated as I've been watching Tim, stepping back, you do have to remember that, you know, this still is his first year as a starter. So exactly. he can still take a next step next of course. season mm-hmm. and be better and be more efficient. Of course. This year, I mean, he has to work on that getting that three point percentage up. A mm-hmm. lot more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was funny because everybody he came into the league. Everybody thought he was gonna be a three point shooter, and he's shooting like thirty percent around from the three. Mm-hmm. I think Frank shoots a higher percentage from three. Uh, oh damn! Uh, wow. <laughs> to, to be honest with you, because wait, Tim Hardaway Jr. seventeen point five points per game, mm-hmm. field percentage from three, thirty one percent this year. But I think a lot of that also has to do with shot selection too, because sometimes that, he yeah, say, sometimes he'll take some wild threes. I was just yeah. about to say that. His shot selection was she <laughs> this season. And yeah. right, and Franklin Lakina is shooting league average right now, 36%. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. And remember from the beginning of the year, I said he's going to be bare minimum 3 and D player. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you're saying he was hitting that, you know, easily. Yeah. And yeah. It's just the confidence. It was the confidence thing, and his percentage role was towards the end of the year. So ticking up, ticking yeah. up. yeah. Yes, and I hope it continues to tick up in the second season. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, we shall see what happens next season with all of these changes. Need to secure that coach first, though. <laughs> um, all right, well, I guess, you know, we should end this, you know, officially end this season with if we have any ooh picks. Um, oh! Anybody? Anyone? I, I mean, actually, I have one. Actually, you know what? I said I have one. I think I have two now. Two? Okay. <laughs> I, I know they always count on Jay to have at least two. At least. You know, at least. Yeah. I have an extra petty one. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to start with the petty one or close with the petty one? Close with the petty. Okay. Close with the petty. Close with the petty. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I mean, a bunch. Of, we know what? A bunch of rookies had career highs lately. So we exactly. Uh, I got a three. I just... Frank got a career high, got 17. Cool Cornette got a career high, and Hicks got a career high. So mm-hmm. Word, word, word. to all those guys. But, um, my ooh pick is about a particular person. Okay. My guy. All right. The Prince. Now, fast break happens. Okay. Versus the Cavs. Trade Burke, Mr. Stillian Minutes on the left side of the ball. Okay. Frank is cutting to the rim. Trey hits him with the pass. Mm. Trey, I mean, Frank, he, he know what he's like. You know what? I've had enough passing this year, man. I'm the <laughs> I have. Everybody's been like, be aggressive, be aggressive. Exactly. He's like, right, I'm going to be aggressive. So Frank gets the ball in the middle of the court, sees a man open for three in the corner. Flashes like he's about to pass it to him. Ew. Changes his mind. Nope. Goes up for a layup afterwards. Scoops it in over 
a cast player. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's definitely a good that's, one. That's one oopic. Okay. And I have my other oopic. Okay. It is playoff time. Oh, man. I already know what it's going This is playoff time, and you know, and uh, everybody knows my love for LeBron James. (laughs) Damn. Love, air quotes. (laughs) We we, we all knew this was coming. Yup. And they had a rough game today. You know, a a little bit of a tough time. Yeah. Can't let's spell LeBron on the L. Anyway, so. um, (laughs) (laughs) So, today. LeBron goes to the hole. Okay. And he thinks he gets fouled. Oh, as he always does. As he always does every play. Every, every time play. the wind blows, LeBron gets fouled. Every play. And you can count on every game LeBron. He touched my jersey coat. Yeah, doing his fake act. Oh, my God, I'm so hurt. Oh, my <laughs> hands are in my head. Because, like, bro, you're impact. like 6'9", oh, yeah, yeah. 260. Yeah. Stop it. So he does that. He does that a few times a game. But this game, he complains because he had a foul call. And while he's complaining, my man, Lance can make him dance. Who's running? <laughs> <laughs> Down the court. While he while LeBron was 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 complaining. Why? And Lance gets the ball back in transition, rises, and bangs it. Boom shakalaka! With an end one. <laughs> as LeBron tries to get back into play. Too late. <laughs> 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 That's, that's definitely get your get your get your mind in the game. Get your bro. mind in the game. It's playoff time, bro. You you know you're gonna get your ticky tack fouls anyway. It's playoff time. You're LeBron James. You're gonna get those calls. Just calm down. Calm down. Mm-hmm. Stop complaining so much. Who's <sighs> the most complaining this superstar ever? It's mad annoying. Right. Facts. Big baby. That's the yeah. Nice. That's, okay. that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> it. All comes full circle. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Bruh. It's about that time. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, bro, man, what you got for today? My first bro pick. I'm, I'm a, I'm a um feed off of um Jay's oh, ooh pick. Yes, yes. Okay, all right, all right. Because my bro pick was in within that same play. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, but it didn't have to do with LeBron James. Mm. It had to do with Jeff Green. Oh boy. Because. As your man Lance and make him dance was rising up for the dunk, Lance, Jeff dance. Green tried to challenge him. Why? And he caught a full face of elbow. Uh. <laughs> Can't spell elbow with Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Green, you've been in the league a while now. Like, you got to know who to challenge and who not to. Like, you should have known better, bro. Exactly. And then afterwards, Lance proceeded to. Headbutt the um s- the s- the yeah. basket stand. <laughs> celebration headbutt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Ram tough. <laughs> yes. Man. And first, before I continue, this is the playoff bros right now because there was two other bros. Okay, I got okay. pointed to the playoffs. Bro, playoff edition. Let's yes. Go. Your man D Wade. Oh. Against the Sixers. Oh boy. Now you know D Wade's mid range game is lit, right? Of course. Yeah. He has he has one he has one of the most elite mid range games of course in the NBA all time. It wasn't elite during this play though. Oh no. He was baseline. It was early in the game. I think it was either late first quarter or early second quarter. Uh-huh. He had the ball baseline. Okay. He he dribbled. You know he dribbled. Got himself open. Okay. You know so he can get the shot off quick. He shoots a 
he shoots a jumper from the a mid range jumper from the baseline. You you looking at the shot? You're like, okay, D Wade, I see you. Air ball. The ball hits the side of the backboard. It goes out of bounds. Oh, <laughs> bruh. Is that worse than the air ball? Yeah, it yes, is. it is. Because at least the yeah. air ball is in the direction of the basket. Exactly. The Damn. side of the back. Oh. I mean, you can't hit them all. Hey, listen. Yeah. <laughs> and it's D Wade. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, that's all I got. Anyway. And um. my last <laughs> pick is the Bucks and Celtics game. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't know if y'all were watching. Late in the game. Tied game. Mm-hmm. Celtics had the ball. Mm. Terry Rozier brings the ball up to court. He had Eric Bledsoe on him. Eric Bledsoe Bledsoe was giving him a bit too much space. Right. Terry Rozier crossed him up, Mm. turned Bledsoe around, and then hit him with the step back. Okay. He left Bledsoe right where he stand. And Rozier rolls up for the three. Bang. Is that a ooh? It's a it's a bro for Eric Bledsoe because he got done dirty. Uh, yeah, so bro for Bledsoe. Yeah, over Rozier. Okay, yeah, so that's I get a two it. for one. Bro. Yeah, exactly. That's a two for one. That's I like that. Bro. We have the yeah. bro for him. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's in effect. And then the funny thing about it was that the Celtics had the Bucks had point five left on the clock after that basket. You thought the Celtics won the game. Oh. But what happened was, yeah. but what but what happened was the Bucks threw in the ball to Chris Middleton. He yeah, shot a man. deep ass three, yeah. and he got it in to tie the game and bring that it to overtime. Crazy. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. Playoff basketball, baby. Yeah. That's man. yeah. You know who deserves a bro? Who? Um, Kelly Aubrey is that his name? Oh, Oubre. Oubre for yeah. for throwing um the ball at uh, Ibaka yesterday. Oh, <laughs> 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 One time, one, one time when I was when I was playing pickup ball in gym, it was at school. I threw the ball at somebody's crotch. Oh yeah, that's not. Yeah, it's not a good feeling at all. I mean, I, 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 I don't think it's 
Wow, that's a I sat that's you a, down too, cause that was no, hey. no, 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 but the no, 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 so I got away with it. I <laughs> got away with it. <laughs> but but he got but he got so hurt from it that he had to sit down. Oh, so so I won that. So the teacher didn't sit down. You sat him down with the with the. Exactly, wow. I won that. All right. Wow. Man, yeah. man let me find out, right, man? <laughs> Don't talk about his mom. Oh man. Uh, playing ball versus him. <laughs> another fun episode. Anyway. Once again, make sure you can check out the archive episodes on SoundCloud.com slash The Nick of Time Show. Word. Mm -hmm. um, you can find me on social media at Edson Sean, E-D-S-O-N-S-E-A-N. -S -S -E also, make sure you check out my band, The Experience, T-H-E-E-X-P-E-R-I-3-N-C-E. -E -E. Actually... The intro that you've been hearing, the intro and the closing, is done by one of the members of the experience, BD3, and he's going to be coming out with a dope project that's produced by Justin Sweeney, who's a drummer. Uh, so look out for that. And Justin's actually one of the honorary members of the show as well. Yes. Just Blaze? Yeah. <laughs> Time, Era, Period is the name of the project. Check out for it. It's coming soon. Jay, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at JLSDrawsThings. That's J-E-L-L-I-S-D-R-A-W-S. T H I N G S. You can see all my drawing stuff, motion graphic stuff, and you will be seeing some new Nick's drawings coming up. I've been trying to work work Fire. on that. Hire that man. Yes. <laughs> and yes, there will be merch and stuff coming for that. Fuego. And you know what? For all those who love our show, love those our. Those who mans is this jokes and stuff. Who's mans is this? We got who's mans is this you need shirts. To get, you need to get them shirts. Yeah, man, get those who mans is this. Who's mans is this? It's on. It's on the Nick of Time. Yes. Show .com's website. Grab one of those quickly because I feel like those are gonna go quick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can they find you, Kathy? I am underscore Kathy Steele, K A T H Y S T E E L E on the socials. Wonderful. Um, I'm there. Wonderful, wonderful. Ryan. Blue check coming soon. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Can't forget about that blue check. That Ryan, works. where can they find you? They can find me at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That is S I R G is C H I L L I N. And before I go, I feel like this is the reason why God pulled me away from sports. Because now that I think about it, I I got into a lot of conflicts while playing sports. <laughs> <laughs> All in your feelings when it's just yeah. down with, you know, athletics. Funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to invite you out to play basketball Saturday. There's now, a reason why he didn't do it. No, I can't. Yeah, don't do it. Oh. Because I'm going to have to jump in just just Just, just on GP, bro. Yeah. You have to. It's show, show policy. He's going to get you into some trouble. I, I, I just become too competitive and I get angry over like small things and that's not good so you know he, he, yeah. somebody might cook him up a little bit yeah. he might get a little upset trip somebody <laughs> and then it's over you just gotta talk about their mama that's what oh I'm man well alright well another episode in the books welcome we out peace
Dreams.